welcome to Spelunkers, a place for exploring video games and nerd culture. This is the Game Exploration Show, where we break games down into digestible chunks, play through them together with the community, and discuss them in exhaustive detail. I'm Ryan, and as always, I'm joined by Tyler. Hi. Tom. Hello. Chris. What up? And we have a special guest tonight, the man I was cloned from, Bob Buell. <laughs> I'm getting the clone juice off me right now. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Several, in fact. <laughs> uh, and we are here to discuss Fantasy Star 4, a game that came out. Oh, God, I'm probably going to get this wrong now. The Genesis, I believe. Yep, Sega Genesis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 94 ish if yeah it's like says. 95 for us 94 japan i think or so it's either genesis or is it mega drive in japan yeah anywhere oh, wait, so outside this is not of the eligible US. for 2021 game of the year no Maybe my personal not. list i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> let's see if GameSpot, those cowards can give it the justice it deserves but we played it in 2021 so it should qualify it came out in 1993 Oh, December 17th, 1993. Yeah, Christmas present. Yeah, that wasn't even a year. What old. a <laughs> Christmas that was. <laughs> Who could forget? I was 12. <laughs> oh. Remember it? What a Christmas that was for you. Actually, probably got this for Christmas. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, and we are discussing everything up until the big boss fight on Koran. So if you are playing through this and you're don't want spoilers and you haven't gotten that far yet why the fuck are you listening to this (laughs) yeah you should come back in a later date (laughs) i mean you've had like 20 plus years to play it (laughs) it's on every sega genesis collection compilation like you got no excuse i was on all the almost every version of a nintendo handheld as well there's finances or collections game boy color i think had one yeah, and then from then on, there's just iterations of Fantasy Star. It's funny. While I was playing this, I'm pretty into this game. So I was looking at, like, what other Fantasy Stars are good and I should play. And, like, Dude. 90% of the wiki is, like, <laughs> re-releases. It's like, oh, yeah. F- Fantasy Star Origins. What is that? Oh, it's a re-release of the first game. Okay. Yeah. Just over the, and over and over. The only, the only mainline ones, if we're not counting online, which is their its own thing <laughs> uh yeah you got one two three and four and that's outside and of like text adventures and one fun stuff is like that. good but i don't think it's gonna hold up it is extremely difficult and yeah. you get lost in those like dungeons real hardcore because it's first person oh and you move block by block but yeah there's like the- hidden doors sometimes so you have to turn left to look at the wall but you don't know where they are like we used to have graph paper uh, my brothers and I, and make the maps for them, so we did not get lost, and yeah. we got lost a lot. But I will recommend though, with if you want to replay Fantasy Star One, which I can't super recommend, but uh, they re-released it on the Switch not too long ago, and actually gave those because the the dungeons yeah, themselves are first person. On the bottom right now, exactly. They basically yeah. give you a grid that mm-hmm. is the map of those dungeons, which is the worst part of that game. Like, or at least the most confusing, I should say. You know, um, but well, yeah, two is the one to, to play. If anything, where is everyone playing this game? Because I'm playing on PC. <clears throat> I'm playing on Switch. 
playing the Sega Genesis collection on Switch. Same. Uh, I'm also I'm also playing on PC, which is just technically the Sega Genesis collection, but on PC you can buy everything separate. So I just bought Fantasy Star Four. <gasps> Mm-hmm. I had the Sega Genesis collection already on Xbox. I had uh, several, Xbox One, I suppose. I had several hours on it already, so uh, uh, happy to go back to it there. And uh, it sounds like Tom and Bob certainly have a history with this with this series in particular. Uh, which one of you would like to maybe go into that a little bit more first before we get going with the whole game? I mean, I've been playing them since they came out because I'm old as shit. <laughs> uh, my mom actually bought Fantasy Star for the Sega Master System and used to play it. I'll tell you right now, the game as a kid is fucking rough. It's rough as an adult. Like just figuring things out because it doesn't tell you. Like it's one of those games where like you go into, you can go and talk to somebody and it'll be like, oh, well, say you go to the shopkeeper. I remember one of them had like, you can buy secrets from him. But the first time you click on it to buy it, he's like, no, I'm not going to fucking talk about that. So you got to leave and you come back leave come back leave come back keep asking about it then you finally he's like you wear him down well how the fuck are you even supposed to know this in <laughs> 1986 or whenever fucking fantasy star one came out um but i remember the premise is really cool because the whole intro of so you play as alice who plays you know she's the there's statues of her in this game um the your ship is named after landale alice landale um and her brother gets killed in the beginning. So, you know, spoilers for later. It's kind of opposite of what happens. Not really brother, but yeah. So, and he gives her like his little shitty short sword. He's like, avenge me. And then that's off and running. But yeah, I mean, that game, I don't even know if I beat it as a kid. Like I was saying earlier, we were making like little graph mazes. And at one point you turn a cat into a fucking flying beast to get to the final area on like, it's like a floating castle. That sounds very cool. Yeah. So there's four characters you can play as in the first one. It's Alice, Odin, um, Noah or Lutz. If you're anywhere that isn't us, he's Noah here, but everywhere else is Lutz. And then, uh, meow. (laughs) Which I always called Maya, but yeah, it's meow. It's M Y A U O or something. Yeah. I don't fucking know. But that was my brother, little brother's favorite character. I actually think he just got a his passport cover actually has that on it now. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, but the first game was a little rough, but it was also my first experience with RPGs, um, which got the ball rolling. Fun. Fantasy Star 2, a lot fucking cooler. Like, normally you start off in the shitty town, and you get to go to, the, like, the super cool, um, sleek cyber town. For this, you start off that way. And then... As your characters die, you don't just bring them back to life. You've got to go back to town, and they actually clone them. Like, this super creepy lady clones them. Interesting. You can't save anywhere. You can only save at certain spots. But there's a character, a thief character you can get in two, that after you take her to, like, the main tower a bunch of times, she steals things. So you can do this to get her steal from shops. Like, you go in and out and in and out. Like, we would just do this for fucking hours, and she would just steal shit. And she's like, oh, where'd she go? And then you got to go back to your house. And she's there. She's like, oh, I found this. Mm." But uh, (laughs) if you do this at the main area, she'll steal what's called, it's a Visaphone. And that allows you to fucking, like, save anywhere. And by, like, if you didn't have a guide for this, like, this is, how the fuck would you figure that out? Uh, I think there's eight 
playable characters in that one. They're all pretty cool. Uh, Rudo was my favorite. And I always called, um, basically, she's like, um, was it Riku in this one? That's her name, right? Yes. Uh, Rika. Yeah. Rika. Um, so I always called her Nii. I think it's more like Nay, but Bob knows who I'm talking about. I always called her Nii. Um, Bob's been nodding this whole time. <laughs> yeah. So there is like everybody. Okay. So Ryan, have you played Final Fantasy Seven? Uh, not in a long time. Do you want me to spoil a spot for you? <laughs> We're talking about the Fantasy Star Four. Are you remake trying to? I know where he's going with this. I know there's something that happens in Final Fantasy Seven that like broke everybody. Okay. So anybody that plays Final Fantasy VII knows about halfway through the game what the fuck yes. I'm talking about. Yeah. The yeah. famous twist yes. in yeah. Seven. Yeah. This happens in Fantasy Star 2. With Years like before. your secondary character that you are fucking using the entire time. And Allspin's fucking... And what? I was probably 9 or 10 when this came out. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you haven't seen this in a video game before like and everybody's right. going to talk about the final fantasy 7 of it but i feel like this was it and so the fucked up thing, connection to fantasy star yeah so the <laughs> fucked up thing about this is now if you if you after this happened do you go back to the cloning section the lady's just like no i can't do that like she wasn't she's not even like human i can't bring that back to life and it's just like i don't, I don't have this character anymore Fuck. Uh, three, I didn't play right away. Uh, I wanted to. Three was a really hard copy to find. And it's really weird because you make babies. Interesting. And then uh, Fantasy Star Far- 4 we're playing now. Yeah. And uh, we also used to draw all of the characters from this. I remember drawing Wolf from 2 and Rudo and Lutz. And from one, like I remember just drawing all these characters. So we'd have the like the pre the little guides and everything and just drawing them. And the fucked up thing is like the cover art on these games, especially Fantasy Star 2, <laughs> looks nothing like the game. Like no. Wolf's like a super old man, and there's like a super creepy mushroom monster behind him, which there are like weird mushroom like head rot things in it, but they don't look like this. But yeah. Good games. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you were nodding along that whole time. Anything to add for your history to, for Fantasy Star? I mean, everything he said is correct. Uh, I, I, I have no points of argument. Um, and I got Fantasy Star Online immediately for the Dreamcast and was playing that shit at fucking 24-4 BPS, man. <laughs> shit was styling. <laughs> That's a different Fantasy Star. A total different realm. <laughs> uh I think I started with four, if memory serves, uh, and then I went back and played uh, and beat one and two. Uh, three is, yeah, the weird one. <laughs> three is the one I've still never beat. It's a little bit of a blind spot for me, but it's also a blind spot for the rest of the planet, so I'm but not I mean, too concerned about like, it. Like the Concepts they were trying to throw in. Would oh, be really cool! Like if they could do it now. That's just that's... it. I'm like, I want a new Fantasy Star game. That's like, I think Rob actually asked this question in, like, or somebody asked something about the mechanics. Like if they redid this, like I, if they did a Fantasy Star game that played like Final Fantasy VII, like the combat, they'd sell it's... fucking game yeah. busters. Yeah, 
that's the thing about the fantasy star series i think in a lot of ways they are super ahead of their time like oh uh, totally i mean like, just from playing this one that's what i noticed i was like wow th- there are some things in here that i i haven't seen in any rpg that i played and i would love to have this kind of mechanic right now yeah, yeah. like for a 16-bit rpg it's it's truly impressive and all the things he was saying about Fantasy Star 2, like having the thief, being able to uh, clone people, uh, like even Fantasy Star 1 has like a permadeath for one of those four characters. There are only four characters in the entire game. You know, you have the the muscle, the mage, the the knight, and a cat. And at one point you go into a shop and there's a robot who makes some mention about how they hate cats and they ask, hand me the cat. And if you say yes... (laughs) He kills the cat in front of you via text, and that cat is perma dead. (laughs) Like, that's a party member down the rest of the game. And this is Master System. This is like NES era. Give me an RPG that has that kind of stakes and consequences that early. I don't know if it exists. And like Fantasy Star 3, for as much as it's, it is weird, it is a weird tangent kind of for the series like the whole gimmick of it is that it's generational like literally you play as a guy who's on his wedding day and the wide uh, the, the bride gets taken away and then you you know play through this adventure this fantasy adventure and then after about a third of the game it's like okay which of these two people would you like to marry and then whichever you do it, the game kind of cuts it shows those two people getting married then you play as their child and depending on who you marry, that's kind of awesome. The look of them is different. Their abilities are different. Their stats are different. The ending you get at the end are different. Then that character goes through their quest. And then at the end of that third, they go, who would you like to marry? Mm-hmm. And depending on who you do, that person has a different look. And that, that person has it. Awesome. So you get, I think, eight endings or something in that Which game. So, yeah. Which one is this? Is this three? Three. This yeah. is three. I'm gonna That's fucking play that. But like, <laughs> it was really hard to find copies of this game. Like, when it came out, like there were not a lot of copies of this. It was not easy to find, and it being like, people did not like this game. Like, it did not do well at all, which yeah. did not help finding copies of the game. There <laughs> sure. wasn't. You can't fucking just go on the internet and download a fucking ROM like you can now. Like, it's like, dude, what is this game? Like, I just wanted to know what it was so bad because like the whole premise, I was super stoked for. It was just like I could never, you could never find it like, when I was a kid. Yeah, that's yeah, but... awesome because I'm a huge Dragon Quest fan, and Dragon Quest Five does something kind of similar, but doesn't take it three stages. It's just like your kids are slightly different based on one of like three marriage choices, and I feel like that gets a lot of credit for that. But the Fantasy Star Three came out two years before, two and a half years before, and yeah, I feel like just in general in the lineage of like influential rpgs people did not talk much about fantasy star but it, they, they've done a lot of interesting things i mean like I, rob also asked i think like are there any mechanics you wish still they still use today or was that crypto that's crypto that yeah we, okay. we can get on that question now since we're kind of in it uh it's a two-parter are there any mechanics in fantasy star 4 that you are surprised to not see more commonplace in modern jrpgs and yep. vice versa are there any mechanics in modern jrpgs that you would make fantasy star 4 a more enjoyable experience if they were incorporated here yeah the whole macro, macro system macros, macros, yeah, yeah turn based rpg that's great yeah. it was so like every turn based rpg nowadays has where you can just like push a button to make all your guys attack but they don't have 
like those pre-setups. It's kind of like the Gambit system in Final Fantasy XII almost, except that controls the AI. It's like you have to use that basically. Uh, but yeah, I wish more games did that. Like if I had that in Crystals, I would have used it in Crystals. <laughs> yeah, the macros was ended up being something that I at first for like the first half of this playthrough I didn't really touch, and then when I started investing time into them and making different ones for different characters and stuff. It was one of those things I relied on. I was like, oh, I get to this fight super quick. Do this, do this, do this. I'm done. That's it. Instead of yeah. going through individually selecting every single person's mm-hmm. attack or skill that I want to use or defend, or, I was just like, boom, had this preset because I knew it's like, this is how I want to start off this fight and this is how I want to finish it. And having that combination, oh, felt so good. Felt so good. Yeah, it's a very good mechanic. Certainly. And I think... Um... Also, the uh, auto walk around corners. Mm. I'm not the only one who noticed this, right? The ability for me to not have to constantly bounce back and forth mm. between up and right on my D-pad. The game just auto walks you around a jagged corner. How is that not in more games? <laughs> yeah, because it's it's super handy in tight quarters where it's like like if you're in a house and you try to you know, walk up on the corner of like a dresser or something. It's going to mm-hmm. be like, you can't, sorry. And it auto autos you to the right and up. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's such a subtle touch um, that shows that like, they really put their time into this. It's occasionally annoying when I want to like read a statue. If I see a statue and I walk <laughs> up to it, and I'm like, walk oh, no, I, walked, I walked around it. Yeah. That happened to me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, one of the things I don't like is that you can hit the button to inspect something when there is nothing, and yes. it's just like, "What are you doing? There's nothing fucking here, you moron!" Like, <laughs> yeah, they make you feel so fucking stupid every time. Like, <laughs> hey, there's nothing over here. What are you oh, doing? Also, I forgot to tell you the best part about um, Fantasy Star One is the way you heal yourself is with cola and burgers. There's no monomate, trimate, dimate. It's yeah, it's cola and burgers. Um, and as far as more modern mechanics incorporated here would just be a lot of more modern RPGs explain spells a little bit better, even in combat. Yeah. And as someone who's not used to fantasy star language, mm. what the fucks are a, a Gerez? What? what? Yeah, so what I did <laughs> you don't know I, your reses from your SARS? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I have the, yeah. the original manual like pop. Well, up see, yeah, that's the on other my thing laptop is, the entire time. So it all used to be in the manuals. I would just read the manual and see what the different battle techniques were and the different skills as so i could get familiar with them as i use them yeah yeah otherwise it's like you know yeah chess, I, I was like chess uh, starts with Earth. it's like uh i don't know man he, he puts his sword in the ground what Nothing does that happens. do <laughs> but yeah. yeah if you have the instructions or you you know look it up obviously mm-hmm. um it, it makes a whole lot more sense yeah i have a guide open at all times for uh techniques and skills to read what they do because even once i like use them a few times i'll still like not need it for a little while and be like i don't remember which one which one raised attack was that sar was that shift was that uh, no, D-band? Sar heals everybody come on yeah obviously obviously shift raises attack power uh, obviously <laughs> all you need to know is full eye all right once you get into full eye just... yeah e <laughs> all right um I believe you. <laughs> love it uh, Chris Tyler, what's your history like with Fantasy Star? <laughs> I have none. I, I, I have Fantasy Star Online, and that's it. Yeah, I have Fantasy Star Online too, downloaded, and I've not played it. And that's my history with it. I downloaded one once. <laughs> I lied. One time, I got really high 
and I played Fantasy Star <laughs> 2 on like one of those like old Sega, you know, piece of shit things that you get at like Oh, like the ones you just plug uh, into your TV. It's just like the controller uh, or something. Yeah. Like a little box. So, yeah, so I had one of those and I played Fantasy Star 2 for like an hour. And then I wasn't high anymore. And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think two was the first like true sci-fi RPG. Like, yeah, and, and as soon as you area. said that, you're like, oh, you start off in like this crazy town. I was like, I remember that. I did that. <laughs> and then it's I got all quick, like the weird domes all over the place and, and like a fucking giant playing. treadmill. Yeah. Uh, and I've played a handful of hours of Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis. That's it. I, <laughs> I never dabbled with anything else in the series. Uh, I'm really enjoying my time with this first chunk so far. I, it sounds like we all are, if we even if played or not played. This game mm-hmm. rules. This game is fantastic. It holds See, up. Aren't you glad that well. I'm old? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being an old man. And this, this game is super rules. It's fantastic. All right. So let's get into talking about some characters and moving in through the story. I've, I've broken it up into a, a few chunks to kind of just talk about. So our first area feels like from meeting our first two heroes, we've got Chaz and Alice, A-L-Y-S, uh, up until we yeah. <laughs> save, uh, where is it? Zima. That's the town, right? Yes, just like Zima. the drink. Uh, yes, just like the drink from uh, from a particular infection with some Alshline. Uh, so I mean, there's a lot here. Like we're sent out to a school to investigate some monsters. Yep. Yeah. Uh, are you guys a fan of uh, Chaz here? Uh, <laughs> I've. I, th- I think I just dislike him from the get go because his name is stupid. I just I've never met a person yeah. named Chaz that was not dude. Uh, yeah, and if and there's one thing sucks. that Fantasy Star has, it's stupidly named characters. Like I remember Hugh in Fantasy Star Two. The main guy's name is Wolf. I mean, you could change all the names in two, though. I think Wolf yeah. is a pretty badass except name. Yeah. Yeah, except for Nia yeah. or Nay. I mean, every character has a decent name, but Chaz, I really hate reading that word. And I'm like, oh, Chaz. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, Grizz Chaz is much is... better. <laughs> a good name, Grizz? Come on. Rune, yeah. Hmm. That's a really? fine name. Fucking knock Chaz. it out of the park on that one. Hey, they, Chaz. They, like... they had four characters to work with. They yeah, had to like, do something. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like Chaz. He's uh, he's 16, right? Like, he's still finding his way in the world, but he's... Yeah, the more you find out about him, like... Hey, like who's a troublemaker, character. but then Alice took him in. He became and part that of was the hunters. exact opposite of what I thought of him. I was like, oh, this is a prissy little kid. And then, no, it turns out he was a little shithead. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, see, here's the thing: is I think I started to come around on him, like around when Alice is dying, and he's like talking about uh, his past. What? Becomes, what? Well, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, uh, he goes off with Ruin, and he's just like a, a little shit with Ruin. Every time Ruin says anything, he's like, "No, I'm in charge." It's just sixteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ruin also, I, I, he talks. Ruin talks down to him a lot. He's like, "Oh yeah, hey, you're oh." Yeah. The yeah. second that Ruin steps up, it's just fucking. All right, yeah. you're a dumb shit. Ah. He, he's like, are you sure you want to do that? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, yes, I that's am. A, that's what I like about this game. I don't think you're supposed to really like Chaz at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think he's you're, he's I supposed agree. to yeah. be like, you know, like Alice is the one yep. that's, you yeah. know, to look up to. She's the yeah, veteran. So like, this is she's the, the main one that, character. 
Yeah, that everyone is talking good about. Everyone is like, oh, Hunter's Guild. Yeah, Alice, everyone knows her. So, like, Chaz is this kid who's just like, come on, I'm good. Look, I could swing a sword, right? Right? So, like, yeah, Rune talks down to him. Alice talks down to him. Like, yeah. he 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 goes through this progression of, of you know, this tragedy of, of losing Alice. And then further in in other parts of the game that we well, maybe haven't gotten funny, yet. What's funny <laughs> about that is as you move along, like, in the beginning of the game, because Alice can hit everybody, she's just fucking dominating. Then as you get further, like, Chaz starts doing way more damage, and her yeah. fucking slashes aren't doing shit. I noticed that, too. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, she's only doing, like, 20, 30, and he's hitting fucking 60. Granted, she's hitting everyone, but it's not doing a lot. Yeah. Did you equip yeah, her with and it makes those boomerangs? moments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it makes that moment where, I mean, to jump ahead to Alice's death, it makes that moment so much more impactful <laughs> because it's like, oh, here's this little shit that, like, he was just kind of, like, trailing behind the whole time. He was just always following. He's like Pikachu in Pokemon Yellow, you know? <laughs> He's just always trailing <laughs> behind. And then, you know, you go and you lose this character who is, like, we are thought to think of as the forefront of this game. And then now we're just stuck with this little shithead. And then, like, he takes on the responsibility and to see that change in him and to see him take on the responsibility and to go and do all this stuff and get these people together to go and take on this task that he's been given is, I thought it was really cool. It's a lot of character development that I was not expecting at all. So I, I, I thought it was cool by the end of the session. Yeah. yeah. Even right at the beginning, the first boss uh, in the basement of the university, um, like, yeah. Even Alice makes mention like your swing is too slow when yeah. he's when he's using the sword, the knives I suppose at that mm-hmm. point, and then you fight the exact same monster in Birth Valley a little bit later, mm-hmm. and Chaz even makes mention of like how is my swing now when he is the most powerful member of your party at that point maybe Grizz arguably depending on how you you know if you grind a little bit but like yeah. I love that that is a in-game progression like by that point he has cross cut he has these moves that you really do rely on in boss battles so facing the exact same monster as before and being like oh alice isn't the tank anymore like she's on par with me now i love that that's like in-game storytelling they don't have to bash you over the head with that that's like gameplay that i i think that's so clever yeah yeah no it's it is good stuff um, I love I I love all of the writing in this game. I love the cutscenes they present to us in this game. I was amazed that a game like this had something I would just straight up call a cutscene uh, and really enjoy it. I love coming back up after we defeat that monster the first time is the, the principal's like trying to hide information he knows from Alice. She has a line, uh, someone keeping information from me is the sixth most dangerous thing in this mm-hmm. world. I <laughs> died laughing. I was like, that is such a specific line to have uh and the principal's just like oh and tells her everything (laughs) yeah the writing in this game is surprising i wasn't expecting to actually laugh out loud but there are some characters especially oh god what's his name uh raja raja yeah dude is so funny i was like as soon as he was introducing you start talking to him i was cracking up laughing and i was i was not expecting that so yeah, I think there's a lot of good writing. There's also like some areas where it just feels like weird translation. Like I think it's 
maybe when your spaceship is crashing or something, everyone just keeps screaming like, you too, you too. And I didn't really understand what the hell they were even referencing. It didn't make any sense at all. Everybody was super excited. Like Demi was like, yeah, we're fucking crashing. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <laughs> There's some weird translation, but there was was the only one that was freaked out. Like everybody else was like, oh, that's true. Yeah. Something Uh, I did want to mention relatively early, though, Fantasy Star as a series, one through four. uh, I I heard this in a YouTube video, and I wish I should have written down the person who said it because I'm I'm stealing the line verbatim. But their translations are consistently inconsistent from game to game to game. Like the names of the planets change ever so slightly game to game. The names of protagonists sometimes change between game to game um like the fact that you're playing as alice with a y and the main character of fantasy star one is alice with an i like that's a cool connection but it's a translation error technically so it's like (laughs) it is this extra layer of depth in the english version i guess or metaphor i suppose you want to call it but like the first character like the, this this version of alice with a y isn't named alice anywhere other than america so it's like <laughs> a lot of stuff is lost there and i even looked it up because in that first town there's a statue and i wrote it down mm-hmm. uh, it's a statue of dr lubitz the god of learning from 2000 years ago and i was like well clearly if they're saying 2000 years ago this is relating to a previous game because every game takes place like a thousand years prior but it was that's a mistranslation <laughs> of another character from Fantasy Star One, uh, Doctor. Oh boy, the one that gives you the uh, hovercraft and shit. Right? Exactly, yeah. I think it's like Doctor Lowitz or something, and then they completely change it to Lubitz in this game. Uh, I could I could probably find the exact thing, but it's like this comes up a lot and it will continue to come up even in this chunk of like things that should be more impactful or shouldn't be more impactful but are slightly changed because of these translation issues so that back to what i was saying about noah how he's noah in our in fantasy star one so he's noah in fantasy star one in u.s he's lots otherwise fantasy star two you meet him he cryogenically freezes himself and he comes out as Lutz. He's not Noah. Yeah. I'm like, that's fucking Noah. Why are they calling him Lutz? Yeah, he looks like on? Noah. He talks I'm like, like Noah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's, a, he's clearly a wizard, but that yeah. name connection isn't there, <laughs> so it loses that punch, you know? Uh, yeah. And so in It'll... this one, you fight Dark Force. Well, the bad guy at the end of Fantasy Star 1 is Dark Falls. Looks exactly the fucking same. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah. his name is Dark F A L Z Falls. Yeah, that's that's a better name because I I definitely have a note in here like really really your your evil god's name is Dark Force. Okay, <laughs> hey, it's straightforward. It's to the point. I'm sure and it so, sounds cooler in Japanese. So Tom, having played these games in order, mostly right? You played them all in order. Nine minus uh, three, but. Was it like a surprise when you came across Dark Force and it was actually Dark Falls, or did you expect it to actually be a new enemy? And they're like, "Oh, it's no. the same." Freaking it looked the same. Like as soon as they saw his face, I knew it was like, "Okay, well." That's yeah, but they what... talk about him for a while before that, right? Or were you just, yeah, you're just kidding? You don't care if it's connected or yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, I was twelve at this point, so I made that's the right. connection when I saw them. But yeah. fun. 
Yeah, but in this uh this area, this first area that you're talking about, Ryan, uh, mm-hmm. there, there's a guy downstairs who like tells you about all the world's problems. He's telling you about how the planet is dying. There's a low birth rate. The soil's all bad. And Alice just says this guy is super depressive. Depressing. Let's get <laughs> out of here. That's all she has to say about that. She doesn't give a shit, which is great. I love that line. The, fantasy Star doesn't shy away from depressing endings. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to like spoil too much in fantasy star 2 but i i think the ending of it plays in a major way in this game so it's kind of impossible not to um like the the during fantasy star 2 the planet of parma or paul or palm i guess from fantasy star 1 where the whole game takes place more or less is destroyed so it's a three planet system the the main of the main chunk of one takes place on palma palma whatever you want to again it gets translated different every game Mm -hmm. so take your choice uh and then in fantasy star 2 you start on motavia where you start on in uh, fantasy star 4 and it's this lush wonderful uh thriving scientific planet uh and then through the process of it they wreck the planet's ecosystem by destroying the computer that's in charge of it mother brain mother brain (laughs) uh which is like the more or less the final boss in two uh so that's why in four it's just like a desert planet because all that greenery and technology is wiped out basically and parma is destroyed completely leaving only two planets left like the the people in two mess up a lot of things and all die at the end <laughs> they're all murdered by earthlings uh it's very strange um Jeez. so like yeah and even three ends in a kind of a depressing way also um which comes into play in a, in a slightly later chunk of this game um because three doesn't take place on any of the planets three takes place in a spoiler i guess uh three takes place on a jettisoned spaceship from parma so they they send these evacuation ships out and they're living there and you don't find out that you're on a spaceship that's designed to look like a planet until like a quarter a third of the chunk way through the game something like that yeah i guess Uh, about a third yeah that's about as far as i got into it honestly so i don't (laughs) (laughs) i never finished it so i don't know beyond that but um yeah like you don't take place on any of those planets and then you discover one of those crash ships uh a little bit later in the game that's the one where you can like you go in and you're fighting robots and it's just a crash crater on the ground yeah uh that could be conceivably the ship from three like the ending of that game might have just been yeah they eventually just crash like (laughs) they never say outright that maybe they're still alive somewhere in space maybe they aren't maybe the Maybe the wreckage you're walking through is the wreckage of everything that happened from three. Like this game has this whole series. It does not shy away from like super depressing endings. So yeah. I, I love that they embrace that whole cloth. That's awesome. There's a guy in this like a uh, facility that we're in that talks about something with mother brain. I was like, this has to be some lore stuff that I'm supposed to know. And I don't understand because this is way too much weird mumbo jumbo for this. And then they also talk about the two ships from Parma, right? Yeah. There's they um, do in the lore books in the, a bunch one. of bookshelves that talk about a whole mess of stuff from like previous games. If yeah. you get yeah. all the way down to the bottom of that wreckage, they talk about tens or maybe even hundreds of ships from Parma. Yes, that's where off. it was. Yeah. 
um, which yeah. I think is super cool now that I know all the connective tissue behind it. <laughs> yeah, that is super cool. Now, I thought that was just like, you know, world building for this game because I, I did not know coming into this. I did not know until now that these games are intricately connected like this. I thought it was like a Final Fantasy Dragon Quest kind of thing where they're all their own standalone business. But that's cool. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Well, after we... Sega. <laughs> Sega does. Um, what after Nintendo? we... Uh, that's right. Finish off with uh, the school in Piata, at least in this translation. Um, we're told to uh, head to Birth Valley. We get a, another party member, Han. His mentor is out in Birth Valley, so we've got to head up there to try and save his mentor. This is when we uh, get to Zima and find a bunch of people who have been gorgonized. That's right. <laughs> Good word. Uh, speaking Thank of you. that, you do actually fight Medusa in the first one. Um, Odin's main quest is to kill Medusa. You actually have to get a mirror shield to do this and to get um, what the hell are they called? Lacon weapons? I think it's the Lacon axe or something like that. But you do yeah. actually do fight uh, Medusa in the first one. Interesting. So it's not so out of place for someone to be turned into stone in the fantasy star because i'm like this seems odin, like a is very it, you specific find, when you find odin he actually is stone yeah i think this and isn't that where outline originally necklace. comes from yeah yeah is from fantasy star one so it's it's another this is going to be the whole episode guys is, <laughs> <laughs> is us telling you things that you didn't understand because it's connected to like one two or three uh yeah i feel like i just it. went to watch uh, Infinity War, and I didn't watch any MCU movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this Thanos guy seems this like is a why bad they guy. Need to remake Fantasy Star. Yeah, uh, oh, well. I'll get into that at the end because they kind of did, but then they they stopped themselves short. Uh, but uh, that's uh, all. Well, I'm glad we have you two here then to uh, <laughs> connect all of this. Um, Birth Valley is hidden at the back end of Zima. We find Han's mentor there. Also turned to stone. Surprise, surprise. Shocker. Yeah, big shocker. Uh, then we've got to go find some Alshline. Now, I went to so the Motavian village uh, to the south where they like, oh, this is, the Motavians always have Alshline. There's a Motavian village to the south. We'll go there. I happened to go there before I went into Birth Valley. Uh, and there are people there. They're like, we don't allow non-Motavians into this town. Yeah, uh, so it's, like, Why it's, are we it's go Grizz's there? Uh, race, yeah, who yes. like guard you from, from uh, going in. Uh, which is very clever, too, because when you go there later in the game and it's like destroyed, but only destroyed past a certain point. So clearly they only designed the village one way to be mm -hmm. like fence, regular town destruction. But the destruction is just out of view. So if you go there and sequence break, they're like, no, 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 everything's fine in this town. You just can't go in right now because it just saves them space. They don't have to redesign a whole destroyed <laughs> town. Very mm -hmm. smart on the designers. Uh hands there yeah i thought that was good stuff but that um, also but goes back to one in the way that you have to talk to people in one to make shit happen like if you miss one thing you can't do something further on until you figure out how to go back and do it like even talking yeah. to an npc opens up something like this obviously is on the yep. main path but you try to go yep. there early you can't do what you're supposed to that even happens uh when you're on desolus in this game uh if you don't talk to the barkeep at uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Rian, yeah, you can't do Roger's stuff and you just wander around in the fucking snow. Cave open inside of Tyler. Tyler, how's it feel having a cave inside of you? By the way, yeah, what? 
So, actually, <laughs> funny thing about that, Tyler is the name of a space pirate in Fantasy Star Trek. I was wondering if you fuckers were going to bring that up, because like when I saw my name pop up, I was like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> we'll play Fantasy Star 2, because you're a space pirate in that. So. Yeah, you save the group uh, after they blow up the planet. That yeah. is what this town is named after. <laughs> oh, so actually, it, my I, new job is I just, I'm a space pirate. Wow, does that have good benefits? Four hundred one k and everything. It's crazy. Oh, brother, you gotta hook me up. The dental is out of this world. <laughs> um, yeah, they, I mean, people in in Tyler mentioned that like <laughs> it's named after. It Tell me more about the people in Tyler. <laughs> How uh, many mentioned... people have been inside Tyler? <laughs> There's at least like 13 living in there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's an anatomy awesome. park in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they talk about admiral, how there's geez. like <laughs> a bunch of towns named after the old ship captains. So I'm glad to hear that that is also connected to previous fantasy stars uh, and not just, you know, world building lore. Um, but yeah, definitely. When I first came into Tyler, I'm like, oh boy, I'm entering Tyler. Was it just the first time you came Whoa. into Tyler or was it every time after that? Whoa. What kind of tantric fantasy star are you doing over there? This is a, I feel some oh fan fiction. This is an X-rated podcast. <laughs> right. Like all of our podcasts aren't X-rated. I now yeah, I have the description for the how... podcast. Find out how many people have been inside Tyler. Yeah, I'm going to show you how way popular the name Tyler was in the 90s. Write down that time code. I hate it here. I can't read my notes. Find out the first time Ryan came inside Tyler. I'm changing my name. Opening up the document now to change my name. <laughs> Make sure you tell your wife to listen to this episode because it's going to be much. Yeah, sick. she'll enjoy that. Uh, so we head down to find Mulcum destroyed, um, but Ruins there, a lovely man who uh, definitely wants to uh, get more in touch with Alice and has a immediate rivalry with uh, Chaz. Yeah, and he clearly like ex-boyfriend vibes, like yeah. <laughs> which I think are so funny when when Alice is just like he's he's fine, he's fine, don't worry about it, and Rune is like just kind of slyly smirking, and Chaz is like, no, explain it all, <laughs> and they're like, just, just don't worry about it, we got to move on. Uh, I always thought of Rune as like the big brother situation you know it's like he was like picking on this new kid it's like that's always the vibe he gave off at the very beginning so i'm hoping that kind of continues and fosters a, a different relationship towards the end of the game because i like that dynamic that they have with each other being the youngest brother of four you know mm -hmm. and having that weird dynamic with my brothers and like them always talking shit to me so it's like i get it you know yeah, I think it's a good relationship. There's a lot of good inter-character relationships here with a lot of party members. <laughs> I was not expecting so many yeah. party members to mm -hmm. be uh, moving in and out throughout the course of this game. Yeah, I, I really like the pace of this game. I think it's the pace of a lot of old RPGs. Just I miss old RPG pacing, I guess, uh, where they're just throwing you from town to town really quickly, giving you party members, taking them back out, giving you new ones. Very like 
Final Fantasy four in that way, where there's a lot of party members, but you never have more than four. I don't know if you do eventually in this game, but so far, they have had more than four. Well, except for maybe one or two, I think you have access to all of them towards the end. I think one of the best parts about it, though, is like, like you get a party member taken away, but then you get another one that's like almost exactly the same, but enough different that it lets you like try different techniques and stuff in battle. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what's really smart about this game that you don't see a lot now is like if you get a party member taken away, you never get somebody that's like brand new in in a sense. It's like there's gone but like this is like oh that person's out but here's this person they're kind of similar but they're a little bit different too so kind of fuck around and see what works best and i i love finding out how you can integrate them into your party and making their skills work better and like changing up the macros and stuff i i love it i think it's so smart yeah the one thing that's annoying about switching out party members like that is the macros that you can't like yeah. just edit a part of the macros you have to completely erase and redo it but it's not a big deal it's a little nitpick yeah yeah not truly well, here's what i'll ask you since uh, kind of the battle and the, the combinations among them had did you guys discover any of the combo attacks uh yeah. through this this is another thing from this game that i adore but you can kind of just not see it if you just oh, so yeah. happen to. And yeah, you don't I know about them. any of these. Oh, no. no. Okay. I use no, a lot of Tri Blaster. Yeah. Yeah. Tri Blaster is huge early on. Or in uh, Firestorm is another one that's really big early on. Mm-hmm. I think it's just two people using Foy or not Foy, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like for the second half, like I was looking up as little as possible other than what the names of the skills actually do, but I'll probably look up lists just to see more of them because the animations are cool too. Yeah. So, so Ryan, since you didn't see any of them, long and short of it is like if two party members, they don't tell you what these are, mm-hmm. but there are 14 throughout the game. Uh, it, it's just a combination of skills and techniques among your party members that combine for bigger attacks. So like oh. if you have three members of your group using like a foy or a watt or uh, I think Zan is the yeah other, Zan but... and Watt. I'm reading it right now. I have mm. the guide up, and it says Zan for Chaz and Runes Watt creates a Blizzard attack that affects everybody on the screen. Yeah, what? so you get you get Wish a really cool that. animation. I been that off. <laughs> oh yeah, it you, says you not only get a super cool animation, but you get a, a super powerful attack out of it that usually attacks everyone. Yeah, it uh, says it's uh, 15 total combination attacks that you can find throughout yeah. the entire game. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. is that like a, is it like a chance to activate or because Triblaster didn't always activate, but I assumed there needs to be exactly three enemies for that. Or was it like a percentage chance that it activates? Do you know? I think you have to do them in succession. Yeah, they have to be able to go all three in a row. If one of them's yeah. interrupted by another attack, it's oh, not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. So if it's like two people, then an enemy goes and then the third person would use mm-hmm. it. It doesn't happen. So sometimes it comes down to like, speed of your party member i suppose right. but yeah that's why i always yeah, had there's, a trainer there's some whatever. really cool ones that are i remember chaz having one specifically i think because you have cross cut now but you get another version of it i think you get grand cross cut and you can do a combo with that and it fucking just like yeah works. him and rune get a combo just, move yeah. later that is once they become best friends <laughs> I really wish I would have known that because I've been spamming that the whole time. Hey guys, don't um, don't just Google PS4 combo. By the way, there's a lot of PS4s out on sale out there. <laughs> <laughs> but what are they comboing with it? What games are? Uh, uh, 
But yeah, yep. no, there's a lot, there's a lot of fun ones. I remember as a kid finding out about these. I'm like, what? That's way cool. You can combine these. And yeah, I, I want to say the one of the first ones I found out about is just like the like the foi spells or something like you know when you use a bunch of them. And then it started just like I started just using because you know this is there's no fucking internet at this point, so I'm just like using all these different kind of fucking moves trying to figure out what happens. Yeah, once you find it, it it, it super encourages your brain to just be like, mm-hmm. well, clearly I'm missing out on something. Like, let me just try random combinations of stuff. I'm looking and see them up works. now, and they all look so cool. <laughs> 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 I cannot believe I missed out these on these. Oh, they look so cool. Uh, to, to be fair, a, you don't get a ton, you know, at the beginning, no, uh, but a like, amount, yeah, there's a, there's a fair bit, and and I want to say weird weird fun fact. I think there are either fifteen. But like the whatever, whatever the actual number is, the box uh, that it came with or maybe the instructions said like, oh, combination attacks, there are one more than there actually are. So yeah, that's what it is. OK, so, I'm, so for this, years, I'm people 14. were like searching for that secret what's, last yeah, one the, yeah, and it, it just doesn't one. exist. <laughs> on, on this, it's showing 14, but on the guide, like the there you go, whatever the manual for the game, it says 15. So, so yeah, for literal right. years, people were like, "That's so fucked up." Where's man. that fifteenth? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Doesn't That's exist. amazing. <laughs> and you know, people spent hundreds of hours doing every combination of moves together to try mm-hmm. to figure out what that fifteenth one was. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But they look super cool. I cannot believe I missed out on these. I'm definitely going to be having this up while I play through this last yeah. part. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to attempt to dabble with those a little bit because those sound awesome. Um. So after we get Rune, we head north. Well, actually, we've got to head to another Motavian village that isn't destroyed. Uh, we have the option to stop at Krupp, which is Han's hometown. I definitely yeah. did. because I, I like, love this. I love Krupp. It. it was great getting, like, the first person you talk to, they're like, oh, Han, hi, nice to see you back in town. And I just imagine Han like, uh, you're not. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to go. Like, he's like, mm. he's like, we don't have to go there if you don't want to. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I am 100% going there now that you said that. Yeah. Uh, but there's Awkward not much pause. to do with Krupp other than... <laughs> <laughs> Edit that pause out, Tog. Jesus. Nope. <laughs> not happening. Uh, other than, like, you know, meet uh, Han's Fiance. relatives and, you know, and yeah, that's... Well, I, I actually didn't meet her the first time. I met her later on. Um, we continue to head north. Rune opens the passage through the village. We get to... But you also find out that they don't lo- like his parents. Like he didn't go into the family business. You're a fucking douchebag. We hate you, huh? No, it's just his dad. <laughs> Only his dad yeah. is like super pissed off because I went and talked to his mom after that. Well, some of the kids uh, don't. Like, isn't there three kids and each? Or no, that's somewhere later where they're each side with somebody else and one's just like me. Yeah, but the mom is like, I don't listen to your dad. He'll come around. Like he was talking mad shit a second yeah. ago. <laughs> I don't think he's coming around. <laughs> no, he hates my guts. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's such a subtle, fun t- touch to Han's character. Because, like, if you don't if you don't visit that shop, he's just like he's the bookworm, you know. Yeah, but like, absolutely. once you go to that town, he's like, oh, his dad like really wanted him to take the family business of like the armory mm-hmm, over, yeah. and he just didn't. He just was like rebelling against that, and that's why he went so hard into books. It's like, like I just want to go and study. Yeah. Like, like, okay. He's just trying style. to get inside Tyler. I mean, that's really what his goal was. <laughs> aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> you know, Are you? Is later. that your goal? <laughs> yes. To Tyler? get inside Tyler? Yes, I'm going to turn myself inside out. <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal. Uh, there are uh, there are some fun Easter eggs in that um, 
uh, I forget the the fiance's name. Sarah? Is it Sarah? Yeah, that sounds right. Something with an yeah. S. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think um, it's Sarah. Yeah. If you go into her classroom uh, and read the bookshelves that are on the mm-hmm. walls, there's little references to old uh, or pre other Sega Genesis games at the time, and I wrote them down. There's one, A Day with Echo, the dolphin. Oh, the Sonic uh, the Hedgehog one's hilarious. The one that just says Run Hedgehog Run. <laughs> um, <laughs> Golden Axe Volume something or other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my favorite one is if you go past the classroom and actually go to her personal like. Uh, what are those things called like the mirror and the makeup and all that kind of jazz vanity like a vanity, vanity. Yeah. Yeah. uh there's a book that's that's called how to love and be loved which is clearly like a sex book and then han is like put that down <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's really good really again just very very subtle stuff that is very easy to miss yeah but i mean the world building there is so fun you know and it's the fact that you can miss that it's like, oh, that kind of sucks because I, I would be bummed if like we were talking about this and I had no idea what you were talking about. You know what I mean? If like you were saying, oh, this is this things that you could find. It's like, oh, I never found those. That would suck. Yeah. Yeah. Because just like you were saying, like Krupp is an optional town. Like yeah. Han tells you not to go there. Everyone else says we should go there. You have the choice. Yeah, like, and the only reason I went there is because he told me not to go. And I was like, there's going to be something. There's, come on. And they're like... But yeah, that's like a written I, invitation to please stop here. Yeah, I was like, of course I'm going to be nosy and figure out why you don't want me to go there. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't know what it was, like while we we're doing this recording, that'd be such a bummer to find out, like that I missed out on all that stuff. So it just lets you know that going forward, it's like you need to investigate everything if you really want to get like that good little bit of world building that they have. Because yeah. like when you get it, it's so good. And I think the writing is really well done, like finding out the stuff about his dad and his mom and his fiance. I think it's great. I think it's really good stuff for a game that came out in 93. And that's what I'm comparing it to is like what I've played now versus 93, almost 30 years ago at this point. That's crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of really good stuff here. Um, definitely was blowing my mind that this game was as old as it is. Uh, so after our quick stop and crop, we head north to Tonoe um, or to know. Uh, I always said to know, but who knows? Uh, uh, Rune opens up a passage in the mountain. We go through, uh, this is the other Motavian village. We get Grizz here. We also get a hilarious line where we're meeting the village elder. (laughs) This guy rules. Uh, Options, yeah, the grandpa. I did Uh, this on the first try, just by happenstance. I did not realize (laughs) that that was like a fail state almost. (laughs) Uh, And this happens a couple times. Like you meet someone and they're like, do you want to hear about this thing? Do you want to hear about this thing? And one of the things is like the way to move forward and other things are just other things to hear about. And the one here is like, do you want to hear all about the uh, brave hunter Alice? Uh, I don't remember her last name, but he has it. Uh, and he's like, Brandon. great. Her her measurements are 36, 24. And then Alice steps out and punches him in the side of the head. <laughs> decks him, decks this old motavian i believe she asks him do you just go around telling all kinds of strangers my measure yeah because he doesn't know it's her like right away he's like oh god everybody that i had her leading my party at that point so that man must be blind as a bat i (laughs) (laughs) yeah same i also had her leading also Uh, i I do have to say uh it'll come up again but Tono, or however the name is pronounced, 
the music in this town is so fun where it sounds like dogs barking almost is the chorus. I think this game has unbelievable music. And this is, this is one that really stands out as this doesn't sound like anything else in this game. And it rules. It, it, it really, it sets a tone for like how fun that grandfather is. And uh, it's, it, oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, I mean, just speaking on the music, like as soon as I heard, like when you go into like the crash starships and stuff like that, like That's the, what I was as, as they yeah. start hitting, I'm like, they just brought me straight back. I'm like, I'm just a little kid again. I'm like, I can hear the loops just keep going in my head. Cause I used to play these games like nonstop. Like when I'd play fantasy star two, we found, if you did start a start a as you're walking like pausing and you would have a less chance of being encountered so we would literally be like moving through things like super <laughs> slow because we'd just be pausing it unpause pause unpause move a little bit pause unpause but yeah just the music it's just like bam it's like i went and looked for lo-fi fantasy star four beats but i couldn't find any. you gotta make them yourself tom sounds like a business venture yeah but anytime that you're in any kind of like sci-fi area where you're not in like the open world itself but in like the crashed areas or like the laboratories or facilities i mean the music there is so good and it definitely mm-hmm. like hits on that sci-fi note a lot of heavy like synth kind of sound yeah. to it and it's it's great well yeah, that's just it too like this sci-fi area that fantasy star built like that paved the way for like xeno gears and like star ocean like that like truly like that went full sci-fi with their rpgs like there wasn't any sci-fi rpgs it was all the fantasy you know dragons and, and shit. i mean there's dragons in fantasy star too but yeah here's a this is a tangent this has nothing to do with this game has anybody played cosmic star heroin I don't, i've never even heard of I this. it but i've not played it i know chris i think we talked about this already i I want to fucking play that game after playing this because I'm like, oh, like a, a futuristic <laughs> sci-fi RPG, really good. Didn't didn't realize how good it was. Like this high fantasy stuff, like we've seen it a thousand times, but you don't see a lot of like heavy sci-fi RPGs like this at all. So, yeah, and that game's marketing at least said it was highly inspired by Chrono Trigger in terms of battle system and stuff. Yeah, which is a great battle system. That battle system rules. So, anyways, proceed. First ATB, right? Chrono Trigger, uh, Active Time, or maybe, Battle, whatever. Maybe. If not the first, one of the, the biggest. Pretty sure it was the first. first yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Fantasy Star 4. Yeah, so uh, the uh, the Let's grandfather, now with a headache, uh, <laughs> tells us that we can get some Alshline, uh from their town stores. Grizz is there. He wants to join us in our fight against Zeo, which I guess we haven't said that name up until this point in the podcast, which feels a little weird or not in this context anyway um it's been like the appointed to big bad the, the name's come up before um he's the man that destroyed the last motavian town yeah, yeah I, so I, his his shoulder pads and rika's shoulder pads um let me tell you everything i sketched as a kid they had those shoulders <laughs> one or the other because fucking zeo shoulder pads are fucking awesome Especially with the cape just coming out of it. It was very um, Ashram from Record of Lotus War. Is what I always went to with that. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Such a good character. Such a cool villain character. Uh, Gosh. He rules. And another another person with a great theme song. 
Like as soon as they mention Zio at the beginning in the Academy, and I think it comes back once you find Professor, what's his name, turned to stone, like that super ominous, dark, slow music uh, for Zio is fantastic. Yep. And it definitely like hits home that you're not supposed to like this guy. <laughs> Here's He's name a bad guy. Power. Yeah. I very was clear. surprised at how quickly he was off the board. <laughs> I was yeah. expecting him to be a part of it for a while. So knowing that he wasn't like the big, big bad, I was like, oh, what's going to happen yeah. next? I mean, even Dark Force, his boss, I guess you would say, we have now already beaten and we're at the halfway point. So, yeah, yeah. That, which that felt early. Have you really, though? We beat him once. I mean, Good yeah. enough. There yeah. You go. As oh, far as we okay. know, he's gone forever. That's how JRPG bosses yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> sure, he won't come back. I no. thought we beat him for good, so I'm glad to know that we didn't. That is <laughs> but that. this this is another thing. Fantasy Star 4, always changing up your expectations of it. Right when you think you're in a, you know, a pure fantasy world at the beginning, they introduce all these robotics and space travel and all this yeah. stuff. You think Alice is the main protagonist. Uh, sorry, Ryan. I don't want to jump ahead, but uh, she's not. Uh, <laughs> what? You think... I, think, I think we've jumped ahead of a whole bunch. So <laughs> you, you think you think Zio is the main uh, uh, wait antagonist? Whatever the main villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got the um, antagonist. You got it. yeah uh, the main antagonist, and yeah, you. I mean, you you kill him off not too long into the game. Yeah, within the first uh, third of the game. That's yeah. it's crazy. I was yeah. shocked. I'm posting a um, picture right now into the Fantasy Star 4 guest channel. This is who Zio made me think of the entire time, every time that he popped up. <laughs> this is from Yu Yu Hakusho. This is one of the villains in Yu Yu Hakusho. And every time Zio would pop up, I would just think of this man's face because it's very similar, except he's in a suit. <laughs> and I could not not see him. Here, I'll show you the, the uh, one that I'm talking about. Keep talking. It'll take me a while. So after we uh, get the Alsh line, we head back to uh, Birth Valley, save everyone in Zima and Birth Valley from their organization. Uh, and this is when the sci-fi kicks in. I definitely have a note of oh, yeah. like, holy shit, Biolab, this environment change, this music change. I did not see this coming. This is awesome. Yep. Like I was not expecting any kind of sci-fi from a game called Fantasy Star. Uh, like this, It came very far out of left field for me, and I love it so much. This Fantasy was the moment that like, I really started to get interested in what was coming next. It was like, oh, okay, we're in this weird cave. And it's like, oh, actually, there's a lab hidden underneath here. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Let me all let right. me see what this biodome is all about. Oh, <laughs> uh, and this is where we meet Rika, right? This is the time. Uh, we learn that there are android people and everything is more complicated than we once thought. <laughs> She's a clone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's she's a clone of, um, uh, just as Tom said earlier, Nay or however. I that's like Nei. It's more fun to say Nei. I've always said I'll, I'll go with Nei. I'll go with you. <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's a clone of Nei from Fantasy Star Two. Like, uh, looks basically the same. Uses the claws like dead on. Is just a clone of of her. So it has this, again, really super impactful moment where it's like the first time you see her in battle and she fights exactly like Nii does in Fantasy Star 2 and looks like and is the same race as when you go to the status screen. Like it, it, it means a little bit more, 
you know, if you have that added connection. Otherwise, she's just a, a fun level one who really levels up well. Yeah. Level <laughs> oh, man, that happened quick. That was yeah. I was like, oh, shit, level one. This is going to take forever. Nope. Nope. Blink level 10. All right, there we go. And <laughs> it turns out she's incredible. That double slash. So much. So much. Use. Great. Yeah, so that's, and so going back like to Fantasy Star 2, like Nii, you actually had two weapons. She had two claws like she could wreck the fuck out of shit because she got to attack twice. One for each claw. She was the only one that could do that. So yeah, yeah. just about every other main character had just double-handed weapons, so yep. only gets to hit once. Yeah. And also, her... I put the picture in the guest thing now. Well, and her equipment just sounds super cool. Like later on, like plasma claw. Okay, cool. That's yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> Give me a plasma claw, please. Also, what I really like is like I like how they set up the battle scenes in this. How it's like behind the characters. And then they mm-hmm. do their little animation. And then with every animation, depending on what weapon you have, the effect is different. Yeah. Like if you have the plasma, the laser, it's always a different effect when they hit. Yeah, I feel really stupid effect. for not bringing this up earlier either. But the combat, like the sprite work that they have for the enemies is really fucking good. Yeah. Like yeah, really, very some of the enemy designs are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Super awesome. Oh, the sprites in this, I could go for, I could talk for days. about how cool the sprites in this game are from the heroes to the villains to the backgrounds to like the little subtle touches where like if you uh the the enemies will have like their animation cycle but if you uh paralyze them or like super slow them down their animation changes so only part of them will move around like i think that's so it doesn't just stop the animation like they distinctly have two different Mm-hmm. animation cycles one for like paralyzed enemies and one for regular enemies uh, what 16-bit rpg is doing that <laughs> that's so cool i'm trying to find the name of the enemy type that i thought was super cool it's someone that looks like a praying mantis oh locust. Oh, locust. yeah the locust yeah. is that what it's called the locust yeah that thing looks so yeah. cool Locusta. it's a locusta locusta L U L O C. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way it looks. The design is so cool. Like when it's on the screen, I love it every time it pops up. Um, so after we save Zima, we're now tasked with directly trying to track down uh, Zio and his fort. The bridge to the north is open. We can go around to get through the other side of the desert. This is where we can find the wreckage of that ship, uh, learn about the, the ships that all left uh, Palm, Palma, Parma. Parmesan. Did you go to the, did you go to the Hunters Palma. Guild? Did you go to the Hunters Guild and do the Hunters Guild stuff? I didn't. So there's side yeah. missions you can basically do. Uh, yeah. Going back to the Hunters Guild. I think the first one you yeah. get is to go back to that town that's got the, the dude's got the worm farm. It's called Mile. Yeah. 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 And you got to fight the giant worm. Yeah, it's awesome. That's yeah, a great in the Land fight. Rover is a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, I've tried fighting them not in the Land Rover and I die. Yeah, yeah so, the, one, you, the one that's in Mile is not the same it it's not yeah it's not that yeah, bad but it's not easy easy like, yeah especially if you do try. it as soon as it's available like that was the thing i wrote in the our discord channel like something really cool happened i'm really excited about it like just this is a common rpg thing but just facing a big boss that you are clearly under level for but beating it and getting just a shitload of levels like sitting there for five mm-hmm. minutes reading levels it's always amazing yeah <laughs> that does sound fun um a question for Bob and Tom since they know so much. Can I go back and do those now? Those like those missions don't disappear yep. at any. No, yeah. Okay. Only one of them does. The very last one, if you don't do it like until the very end of the game. 
okay. uh, but I think nine out of ten are whatever. Yeah, did you do the second one? So I didn't get past the second one because I was like, I can't find this fucking dog. So I looked it up. The dog hops around from town to town, if I remember right. I don't remember. I think I found him. Like, he likes truck. sweets. And I was like, where are they? You have to buy a specific around? item from a shop that's like hidden around a corner in that yeah. town, too. Yeah, I looked that up. God, that would have, I would I never have done, done that. that. That's another thing. Like, even I was like everywhere. Town designs, like in Fantasy Star 2, I'm pretty sure we had the guide, but like there's like anywhere else you go like off it immediately exits you out of the town but there's some ways you can snake around and there's like hidden shops that you can get to but you have to rock like on the perfect line right along the top and cut around the top like there's a hidden path to get to it so that's yeah. how the shop was with the yeah tree. it has like a one pixel outline oh, around you, the town it, you go out of the town I went yeah. all over that town. I was like, I'm going to find this dog. And then I walked around <laughs> talked to everybody in the town. I was like, I'm not finding this dog. That's a I very fantasy star thing of like putting something that you don't know that you're supposed to find this or where it is supposed to be. And you may stumble upon it and then not know what it is at that point and then not find it again because you won't end up getting back to wherever that person was. Well, I'll tell you what, it's one of those things that I actually kind of take for granted now is like it made me interact with the environment it made me interact with the characters that they had created and to investigate and to live in this world and to like really live in that character and go around and try to do this and i i I think a lot of us take that for granted now because like now it's like uh this is your side quest we'll put a marker on the map you're good yeah yeah, I definitely yeah. had those moments. Oh God, a few times where I was like, "Oh right, this is an old school JRPG. I have to talk to people." I've got <laughs> yeah, but and then I found myself enjoying that interaction and like yeah. going through and is almost like its own separate investigation in a way and like doing yeah, it's it's just such a different style of play that's like I'm not used to anymore because I'm so used to everybody telling me where I need to go and mm-hmm. having a, a mark. And so it was it was a nice change of pace. Getting I, lost I, in I, a dungeon and fighting too many enemies. I I was enjoying it i was like oh man this is because yeah. you, you do you, is but like you're getting lost in the dungeon but it's like then you get lost in the world and you get to just be in it well, i love it in the dungeons i'll like they'll put the path and they'll put one that clearly just dead ends like you go on you're like but there could be something there could be a chest because they had something similar to it a little before and you go that way just a dead end just baiting you to get attacked yep. yeah or I love the dead ends with an already open chest. Yeah, the open chest already. <laughs> oh, that was so annoying. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> it's fun. No, I like that, though, because it. we're not the first ones to explore this world. It's been around right. for 4,000 years. Yeah, right? They do that. They don't, like, put, hey, well, here's a chest that somebody else probably opened already. Like, it's yeah. all for you. Yeah. Like even even something as subtle as like if you go into someone's house and walk up to their <laughs> yes. drawers, he's like, uh, I shouldn't be opening other people's drawers without their permission. Like, <laughs> but when you go into homes that are like uh, in the town with the Hunters Guild, I believe uh, you find Alice's house and mm-hmm. uh, you can go in there and he's like, oh, yeah, it's my underwear. <laughs> Just like really subtle, like the entire game. He's like. There. You shouldn't be opening this. You shouldn't be opening this. And then he finds his own and he's like, oh, yeah, what's inside? Oh, yeah, it's, I guess it's just my underwear. And then if you try to open Alice's, she threatens you. He's Don't like, look yeah. at my skid marks. Yeah. <laughs> no. I wonder if she'd say anything now uh, that she has uh, moved on. Um, chances are, if you go there, they he won't open it. He'll be like, no, we can't do that. Yeah, well, I think I've he does have some out. sort of. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm fairly confident it's something like that, but it's either him or Rune interjects. I don't remember. Well, I'll report next time uh, when we reconvene for part two. <laughs> you better. I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I'm writing this right, down. Yeah, top question on the note sheets. <laughs> um. So we make our way through a bunch of northern territories, smaller towns, uh, on our way to Zio's Fort uh, to attempt to stop Zio. There's a barrier right up front. I spent a lot of time exploring this goddamn fort, trying to find a switch to turn that barrier off. Mm. An absurd amount of time, like probably four hours. Oh my god! <laughs> Jeez! Wow, Ryan, don't you know you need a psycho wand? Come yeah, on, come man! On. It's very <laughs> clear <laughs> that coming. <laughs> Though, uh, I, I, just to backtrack one second, I do like the town right before the yeah. tower. Is that what you're going to mention? I was just about to say that. Yeah, yeah with the uh, church and the Quaker, the guy just cult. laying on the ground, like ah, <laughs> yeah. No! yeah. Kateri, I think, or Kateri, uh, or you want Kateri, I definitely have them all written down. Yeah, Kateri. Because uh, it's, it's literally a town full of people who are, like, brainwashed by Zeo. Yep. Yeah. So it, 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 I think it, it does a great job of, A, making you think he is the big bad, because it's like, oh, man, like, yeah, I've heard yep. stories about this guy as a bad guy, but, like, you're seeing firsthand all these people who are uh, taken over by him. Uh, I, I think that's so cool. To, to kind of give to have people in the world talking good about the main villain up until that point is yeah. very foreign from a lot of other JRPGs at the time. And then coming back later and they're all like, what the fuck was I doing here? Why? What is happening? Well, yeah, because you can talk to all kinds there's of people. Like, there's like a dad that's like, my daughter's brainwashed and like, you know, there's people that clearly don't want to be part of it, but their children are being sucked into it. And I really need to find that animated. I need to get an emoji of that fucking guy that's just laying on the ground. <laughs> oh, we need that as emote a, on the uh, server. Yeah, this is exactly. So I'm gonna try and find a really good foreshadow for that in the town, in the university town that you start in, in Piata or however it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, you find someone uh, in one of the dorms there who's like. Yeah, the girl next door like yeah, she's been disappeared. Gone for a long time. Yeah, she's been gone for months at this point. And then you find her in the church, um, in K- uh, Kaderi or Kateri. Uh, and then one of after the whole Zeo stuff, uh, a Hunter's Guild mission opens up. That's her parents who are like, "My daughter got obsessed in this cult. Like, you need to go find her." And uh, yeah, long story short, you find her in the church, and I think you have to give her something or. Maybe she just goes with you. I can't quite remember. She like gets but... sick, and you have to give her some medicine. Do you, That's do you remember what it specifically, Tom? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I was yeah, but I like to get her inside Tyler, but I was waiting for it. I knew it. <laughs> I... I I was sitting here. I was like, somebody's gonna say something. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I uh, yeah. Her I also... Tyler. <laughs> Because I was gonna say it. (laughs) Use promo code Spelunkers on (laughs) AdamandEve.com. Yeah, yeah, that would be our first sponsor. (laughs) Say we do go deep, Bob. Exhaustive detail. We have had more sexual innuendos on this episode than any episode that's ever aired ever. Period. Of anything, ever. 
of anything, anything in the world. That's Fantasy Star, baby. Yep. <laughs> Fantasy Star gets Ryan to come inside, Tyler. <laughs> I fucking they laid it you. out for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spe- speaking of horniness, uh, in the Hunters Guild <laughs> town, you got the whole cabaret. Uh, right. I don't know if you guys uh, went to that. You could find the girls dancing and the music yep. changes, and uh, oh, they yeah. give you a little fan show and their little pixel, Isn't there pixelated. A, you can bikinis. find another girl that's in a bunny costume. It's like a waitress at some point too. Yeah, Indian Inn, I think. Yeah, uh, uh, I I think in the same room, she complains about like, oh, I can entertain you boys. And in the room, you can find a Game Gear. And Chaz is like, this is yep. all the entertainment I need. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I remember there being a Game Gear reference in this That's game. Amazing. I think there's a guy that. in the end, too. He's like, I just come here for the show. Like, of course you do. <laughs> you, you, you would. The food's great. <laughs> Disco, uh, then there's the two girls in the inn in the Hunter's Guild town that can't pay and they just, they just keep staying longer and longer and then they fucking try escaping out of the window and I th- I'm pretty sure it's a Hunter's Guild quest later to get them out but oh, yeah, so yeah. good they get put in prison you can go visit them in prison but I'll tell you what <laughs> it's like super good world building for this like I'll say it a thousand times this is an old ass game it's got a lot of really good stuff in it like it's- the world is super fun it's, it's got shocking. a world that's that's more interesting than I would say a handful of modern day oh, RPGs. I, yeah, like, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, yeah, more interesting than Chris Tales. To tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, since you brought it up, we've got a question from uh, one Rob Hudak. <laughs> yeah, I love Rob. Uh, considering some of you are fans of traditional JRPGs, how well has this aged in your early playtime? Extremely well, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as I'm, well as a Game, JRPG from this era could have. I mean, out of all of the Fantasy Stars, this one probably aged the best. Um, but yeah, two is... I mean, all of them except for one probably aged decent. Uh, but I don't... This is the first one that has the macros in it, which I think is a big game changer. But all of them have had vehicles. Um, yeah. Pretty much the same vehicles, too. So there wasn't anything big and different because there's spaceships and shit in one. You get the Ice Digger in one. Wait, we didn't get the Ice Digger yet, did we? There's well, we a... got it. We haven't used it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. There, there was a moment in this game that I was like, this is so good, where we haven't talked about it yet, but when you get Demi, and I was trying to heal with her, and I was like, why can't, can't. I heal with her? You can't heal her. Because she's inorganic. Yeah. She's a robot. And then you have to use her recovery move, and I was like, that's so fucking good that's yeah. so incredible i cannot believe that this is not something i haven't seen before it's like i can't heal this character because you they're need, not uh, human yep yeah. also repair kit or recover oh my god i, I was i was like this so <laughs> i know for a fact with ren who, who obviously we'll get to i think with demi also i think both the uh, robot android people yeah they heal one hp every step you take also yep. Yeah, outside yeah. of battle, as you yeah. walk, you'll gain life. And it's so, that's so fucking good. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's like, of course, of course you can't heal them normally. They're not people, technically. It's, it's the subtle, yeah, you know, that, the, the, you could tell they really paid a lot of care into this. Because oh, yeah, it, it's in easy to too, just be like, yeah, Monomate heals everyone. But with the with the healing thing, like even the status effects, so you can walk around and I like how if you one guy's paralyzed, he doesn't walk. They're just like a statue. And they're just like mm. the sprite doesn't but move. It, yeah. Like it goes steps like however long you walk, like they'll come out of the paralyzed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, same with the poison; it just flashes the red. Yep. But yeah, but for they'll a game come that's back out of it. Thirty years old to have that like little bit of subtlety in it is so good. Like, and the fact yeah. that they have not made another one, crazy to me. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. I think it ties back to something Tim Rogers talks about in his reviews a lot, and that's just internal consistency. You know, when a game is consistent with itself internally, uh, it shows a lot, and that adds up to a better game experience. And the fact yeah. that this game is consistent with itself internally, even if it doesn't add up to our own world metrics, you know, the fact that yeah. it is consistent within its own world metrics adds up to a lot of good things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Rob's part uh, on... two... Oh, go ahead. Oh. Oh, sorry. No, we're still on this question. Let's go with this question. Right. I was moving forward. Uh, so far, is this game better or worse than Chris Tales? <laughs> <laughs> Much better. It would be hard to be worse. <laughs> yeah, but also, the scans are good. Yeah. Uh, Bob, I don't know if you've yeah. played Chris Tales, but what do you think? Don't. Don't do it. <laughs> I have not, but I can def- say definitively it is better. <laughs> uh, I'm tinged with nostalgia bias, but... Uh, this game rules like <laughs> and it holds up so well in the modern day like even though i'm playing it on genesis i am not using that fast forward function like i don't i don't have to do it i'm using fast forward a lot. <laughs> i've dabbled i I've dabbled. i also I, use it i keep that fast forward button held down baby the whole time wow oh, okay rewind that's yeah How's that music sound fast forwarding that fast it's like edm that at that fine. point uh, I've had some weird glitches where it's like I'll be going super fast in between towns and I'll like get like a weird glitch when I'm in the overworld and when I go into a town where the music clips into each other. And... <laughs> I've actually had that without using the fast forward. <laughs> okay, so I looked it up. It's it's something with the Genesis collection. It's just yeah. like it's not even the game. It's just like it, across it's not the bad. Board. And okay. like if you if you walk out and then walk back in, it usually resets itself. It's not a big deal, but I use the fast forward like when traveling the overworld because mm-hmm. it takes forever. And I use it during combat because you, you also use the cheat in. save too, don't you? What cheat save? The Genesis save collection save, 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 not the yes. actual game save. I use I use both. Come on, man! I use both. <laughs> I do both. I, I haven't needed to use it, but I do use it before every boss, just in case. Especially because I'm capturing footage. Like I don't want to capture That's footage running all the way back to the boss. I'm playing on the Genesis collection, so I'm going to utilize the things that were given <laughs> to me to do. So yeah. I'm telling you, once you're done with this one, play play Sword of Vermilion, which is also on the Genesis collection, which is a super fun game. And I actually named my first character Batman for some reason. I thought it was hilarious the entire time them referring to me as Batman. (laughs) Uh, uh, Do you guys like the, speaking of the fast forward, do you guys like the kind of VHS thing that it does? (laughs) I love it. I love that. That's hilarious. I love it. I was yeah, actually I think it's like it, it doesn't do it right away, but if you hold it down longer, it just starts gets that weird vapor wave and tracking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think I, it's nice because if you like, if you don't have that, then you're you can just literally fast forward all the time. Like it literally is blocking out small chunks of your screen, so like yeah. you need to stop it text, and look yeah, at what you're doing. Text, it would just like blur like the bottom yeah. half of the text. Uh, yeah. I just I just love the atmosphere that that Genesis collection can give you to these old games. I was talking with a Absolutely. coworker about this earlier today, and I'm like, yeah, it sets you down in front of like an old CRT from the 80s. You see yeah. <laughs> so if you don't play in full screen, you see the edges of the CRT. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so you get much. the bevel of it all, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I love I do love the rewind feature because I have used that when I've lost a couple of fights where I was like, oh well, fuck, I. I could have done this a little bit different. I'll just rewind it. The old cheater over there. It's not a cheat. I'm using what is given to me. That's not cheating. <laughs> and 
it's really cool because you'll go back and like rewind and you go back into a fight and like the enemies won't do the same thing you know so it's like mm-hmm. oh yep. that was just that instance where it just it just so happened that i got fucked up yeah. and i'll go back through and i'll win the fight it's like ah oh, i love it it's so good uh, i don't think I, don't I have... would have as good of a time if i wasn't didn't have those features to be honest because yeah i'm also it helps with the time that it takes for me to play through this, you know, I got kids, I'm super busy right now. So it's just like, I don't have the time to just sit there and try to go through all this and the battles and the overworld and like all the walking that it takes. Cause there's like a lot of walking, you know? Yeah. I also so. changed the controls and the, like the whole Genesis collection thing to make it more like basically like a, you know, standard Xbox controller controls. Cause I think B and A are basically swapped. Yeah, that that takes some. Which is nice use, that you so. can do that. Especially when I jump out of it, and then I'm like, <laughs> I I try to exit, uh, like out of the game, and I keep entering the game again because <laughs> B and A are swapped in game and out of game. Yeah, it's hey man, it's Genesis only had three buttons. Unless you had the six button controller, that's right. But that didn't come out at this point, I think, because that didn't come out till what Street Fighter. Oh, uh, you might be right. One of the Street Fighter right. said the six, that's when the six button controller came. That's what because I because they wanted to do arcade. Yeah. Anyways, Fantasy Star. Uh, I remember when they put music on a CD. <laughs> I still have cassettes. I still have VHS tapes as well. That's, so I have VHS tapes. I mean, nothing. We explore Zio's fort. We find an underling of his. Smack him really good. Uh, and then Zio comes that out. That was the noise and... of him of smacking him. I heard it. <laughs> That's my dog. Smacking Zio. He's being very uh, cute. Lil Cheese writes into us from the MinMax Discord. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, we got a little John on here sometimes? With uh, with Zio, where his eyes change color, that sound effect plays, sending chills down my spine. It's Couldn't so good. agree more. Very good yeah. moment. Love it so much. Yep. And the line, no more fun in games, and his fucking eyes just flash the, into that red. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it is that great like yeah, sound effect. That, that was so awesome. Oh, He's yeah. he's just built up as and and by that point he's built up as such a great villain. Like yeah, uh, there's only one thing he could do that could make him even more of a scumbag. Well, maybe murder <laughs> what somebody. He, what he does in a second, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, what he's about to do. Um, Enter Tyler. He... <laughs> I hate it here. I hate this podcast. Uh, well, she's wrote in about a, another. Uh, comment that happened earlier i forgot about uh when we first meet rune i think this is when we first meet rune um and they're like they're talking about wanting to bring the fight to zeo and rune says you aren't ready for zeo at this stage of the game he's like i love that fourth wall break that rune has he literally says this stage of the game i was like Mm -hmm. and that clicked with me first i'm like oh that's good that's good i like that line yeah absolutely plus i want to say don't they like cut off the music in that moment like when he oh yeah he's like it literally just goes yeah, like as it, and then after the dialogue, then it's like, oh. yeah, and then all the tono music starts back up. <laughs> um, but like when That's he crazy. says it, it, they they put an exclamation point on it by completely cutting the music off and being like, "No, you you can't do this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and we find out just how much we can't do it when <laughs> when in that first fight with Zio, uh, we do one damage if we hit it all. And yeah. I don't know about y'all, but he wiped out my entire team with one move in the first round of combat. He used a move that just hit everybody mm-hmm. uh, the first time out, and 
that was it. That was the whole fight. It was one round of combat. <laughs> Which is a move you actually have as Rune when you get him later, when he comes back. Yeah, I was like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction when that happened. I was like, this is... <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is happening here i don't is this supposed to happen or am i just really low leveled right now started doing heroin <laughs> that wasn't him that was yeah what's her face but see i like doing it what i like heroin is what baggie, i was like because it wasn't in a balloon so she thought it was cocaine that's why she snorted it that's all right why she whatever whatever it. whatever it doesn't matter pulp, pulp fiction we get it uh, I like when RPGs do this, where a boss is just an overwhelming force that completely destroys you in a turn or two. Uh, it's a better than the alternative of, like, in the story, the car- the boss needs to beat you, but they let you beat the boss, and then it's just uh, like, well, no, you're actually you about games. You beat the I boss, and then they beat that. you. No, I can't hate that yeah. so much. Pretty sure in every story. game we've played that Every that RPG, I say that. You're like, yes, I no. love this part. No, I don't say that ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, playing a, another... RPG right now, Tales of Arise. I thought that was going to happen, Chris, during the first Lord fight. I was like, oh, is this what's going to happen? And then it, it it didn't. I was like, oh, thank Whoa. God. Because for a second, Spoilers I was like, for four hours into Tales of Arise very early. <laughs> I was like, oh. Uh, and at the end of that fight, we get a, a little cutscene where Zeo does some ultimate move and infects Alice with some darkness, some dark force, maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, should, should be noted, uh, he uh, Zeo shoots it at Chaz, but Alice heroically oh, that's leaps right. into the way. Yes, yeah, yes, that's right. Um, uh, we meet Demi here. Everyone rushes out of Zeo's fort, and we uh, bring Alice to Krupp, Han's hometown. Yeah, Krupp. Yep. Uh, yep. To uh, to rest, try and heal up. This is kind of where I've ended my second chunk of this note taking. Any thoughts and comments up until this point? Because I kind of want to share my name on the third chunk, but let's <laughs> share your name. <laughs> what I've named them internally. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I was. Uh, so they they take two of your party members away here, and you can't get their gear or anything back, which kind of sucks. But it's not because this game constantly has you upgrading gear so much. It's not a big a deal, really. Yeah. You're just losing out on a little bit of money. It's not like Chris not Tales money. where you have like end game stuff on them. Say what the say what the currency is called. Uh, yeah. M- M- Maseta or something like that. Right? Yeah. Maseta. But I do like it because it's like, oh, okay, they take these two party members away, but they don't make it like super difficult for you to like get gear for the next person that comes into the party. No. Yeah. And you get that next party member to replace them like almost immediately. Yeah. You know, so it's never like you're missing out on that third or fourth person within your lineup to like. I think the biggest really affect your battle is Han immediately like. Obviously, I agree. That, other healers, I thought the loss the, there. Yeah. The MP that Han had for healing was a yeah. lot bigger pool. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to learn to like characters. balance. Yeah. The Ch- Chaz and uh, Catgirl. I don't remember her name. It's Rika. 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 Remember. Yeah. You have to learn to balance Catgirl. their healing better. Well, they might be horns if you talk to other people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was uh, like. Han, I was actually kind of annoyed with at this point in the game because you cannot find good armor for him. His armor is just terrible. He can't wear any good stuff. So I yeah. was I was okay with losing him. He's a healer. You can also, yeah, can, no, yeah, he's the one that has the circlet, right? That you can never yeah. find a good circlet for for whatever reason. No, like, even oh, his regular okay, armor. Cool. Yeah, I did eventually figure out later for Rune and doesn't he wear the same another character? Yeah, but I found out later, like you just put two shields on them. You don't need the wands and shit. You yeah. can make them. Hell you don't need him to attack. Yeah, you just. 
Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I definitely double shielded up, especially for the the last fight in this chunk, our big boss on Karan. Um, our next chunk I have internally named uh, Zio to Zio, airing Tuesday, 9 Eastern, 8 Central on ABC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is this podcast? <laughs> Fantastic is what it is, Tyler. Uh, so in Krupp, uh, Demi tells us that we can get a vehicle that can cross deserts nearby to uh, explore the world more. We've got to, and Alice tells us we've got to find Rune. He'll know how to help us take down Zeo. Uh, so we leave Krupp, and then like 10 feet outside of Krupp, this just giant monstrosity of a sci-fi building pops up, and we go get a Land Rover. We get to travel in some luxury. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I just put in my notes, Land Rover, baby, all in caps, <laughs> because it's that so thing rules. The music rules, the the uh, sprite work of the inside yes. of it during it's battle. so yeah, the good. Oh, the so fact that you can good. battle with it is so yeah. good. Yeah, that is It makes cool. you feel so powerful launching oh. those giant missiles and, like, yes. crushing the sandworms that are so difficult early on. Like, oh, that's such a great moment in that game it is and it's and it's crazy because it's still so early on and it's like you get into this thing and you feel all this power and like like this like you said the sprite work when you're inside of it and just that the way that it changes battle when you're in it it's like holy shit what is gonna happen throughout the rest of this game you know it's like (laughs) i was so excited when we got in that thing i loved it it was so cool and so much more exciting things happen still that like I did I not know coming as someone who hasn't played none you know of these I was this is a good game this is a very good game yeah <laughs> I know we said that this is a good six game. out of ten <laughs> yeah <laughs> you it's can't no pet the dogs, dog but it's a good game <laughs> you can't pet the fat dog <laughs> <laughs> uh so we leave crop in the local area with our Land Rover we head across a big desert. Uh, we stop in Monsen. We learn Grizz has a fear of earthquakes. Hold and... on, I have a question. Yes. Did you get out of the Land Rover before you got to the city? Because no. I did, and I had to figure out how the fuck. Oh, just to an get... item menu. It's yeah. an item. I yeah. didn't realize that. Oh, no, I was that's like, how it's been in all the games. So I, I couldn't figure that. it out. Yeah. I was like, oh god, how do I get this back? Yeah. <laughs> I had that moment <laughs> coming back out of the city. <laughs> yeah, and then I had to look it up. I was like, oh, it's an item. I'm so stupid. Because I was walking around. I was like, oh shit, I'm stuck. I can't get across the sand. And then the first time I walked out, one of those sandworms became the giant sandworm. And I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened to me. Better hope you escape. And I was like, oh god, I ruined this game. I was like, I'm not gonna make it past. There was something I, I only realized during this playthrough, actually. There are there are two items, because I was going through my item thing, before you get the Land Rover, uh, I think it's just before you get the Land Rover, and just before you get the, the other vehicle that we, we get shortly, um, and it's it sits in your item menu, and you can't do anything with it. I think it's just called, like, keys, or, like, command keys, or something like that, and it's like, I, I, even for me, who's played this game, like, seven times or something like that i was like i have no idea what this is and so i looked it up it's a uh in-game like necessity basically it's a placeholder because you can't discard that item and you can't use it so when you get the land rover it can't tell you you're out of item slots yeah uh so it's basically just like a null item that does nothing 
but needs to sit in your inventory so the Land Rover can replace it. So you always have that item slot. And they do the same thing with, I think it's called like the neutralizer or it has some random technology based name later. And then they give you the other item. Um, but I, I just a little, little fun. That fact. is interesting. Did you guys ever run out of inventory space? Cause I, oh, yeah. I, I, brought a, I bought a shit ton of dime eight. So yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I did, and that's when I realized there is inventory. I'm like, oh, well, let me stop buying, like, five antidotes I'll never use. Let me throw all this shit away. (laughs) I don't think I've ever used an antidote. Same, but I thought I might. (laughs) Or the ones that cure paralysis. I was like, ah, these are Uh, I did have those, because when you lose Han, I don't think anybody has anything to cure right away. Rika leveled up so fast for me. I I believe she's the one that learns how to heal that. I think Chaz does. Is it Chaz? I couldn't I remember know, it was him or her. Either either way, one of them learns how to heal it super quick. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Rune. Might be Rune. I don't know if Rune gets healing spells, but yeah, because he's the only one that has the revive one. He's the only yeah, yeah. Oh, he forever. forever. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only healing though that he has. Um, also, hey, we, somebody gets it. Real, real subtle thing, but like the Highness and Ryukar spells. I don't know if you guys used them as much as I did, but especially with the um oh, yeah the, the escape the out of the dungeon and uh, yeah it's basically yeah. like one is an escape rope yeah, equivalent yeah. and escape the other one escape pipe yep and yep. the other one is a uh go to any town you've visited yeah. previously it's so it is a fast it, travel yeah it's 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 escape rope and fly for pokemon terms like yeah it's so convenient to have that in the game it's such a great like quality of life thing that they clearly thought of so early on uh, and and makes backtracking so good in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured out the uh, the escape rope spell very early, but I didn't realize the other one's utility until much later on in this playthrough, and I started smacking myself in the head like, oh, that's <laughs> genius. That's really good. Yeah. Um, uh, so we get to Monsen. We learn Grizz uh, is terrified of earthquakes. The entire village then surrounds us in a mob and tells us to please, please stop Help the plate us. system. Uh, so we head a little more north, stop that, and then head down for Ladea Tower, which is where we find Rune. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging, hanging so, out with the pervy grandpa. I love this area. So the the, the thing with uh, curing the earthquakes, is that is there something in your way if you don't do that? Because it kind of felt like a side quest, but then you don't get anything for it. So I'm not sure if it was mandatory or what was going on hmm. with it. Good I'm question. not sure. I always do it, so I'm not yeah. sure. I've, yeah, I mean, we're not monsters here. We're going to help with people, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Don't really know. But going by what happens in Fantasy Star games, you probably have to do it. Yeah, it seems like they have their side quests very like committed to that one menu in yeah. the first starting uh, planet. Uh, also, in that facility where you stop the earthquakes, you can find an ability for Demi. It's like her only AoE ability, and it does a bunch of damage, and it's awesome. Yeah, uh, You get one for Ren as well later. Yeah, I found that as well. But I, but I love that they add the skill to Demi and Ren as item pickups. Yep. Like, like you they have open to install it. it. Yeah. 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 They make a little cutscene about like, hold on. And for Demi, she's like, everyone turn around. Like I'm a <laughs> proper here. Uh, I, I don't want to install this in front of you. Um, and yeah, that's so clever. Like, of course, they're androids. Like, why would they just magically learn these things? Yeah, that makes total sense. Again, it's that that internal consistency that this game takes very seriously in a great way. Yeah. Um, we find Rune, and he's looking for 
I love and hate the name of this item, the Psycho Wand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's probably a translation thing, right? Psycho Wand. I want to say it was in one, but under a different name. Yeah, it's another It's another thing that's supposed to ring with, like, you guys don't remember the Psycho Wand, but in, in Fantasy Star 1, it's just called, like, I think it's just called Psy Wand or something. That sounds better than Psycho. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it's a Psycho Wand. It's like, what? The people are insane what are people doing with this wand yes turns into a psycho is the psychonauts 2 reference what's happening here (laughs) that is very far ahead of its time that's right it was it's called fantasy star 4 baby (laughs) yeah so it can reference any game with a 2 or 3 that's right even if they come out much later (laughs) that's how that works end of the millennium not two (laughs) right save him save him (laughs) so we get the psycho wand uh, and Rune uh, joins our party permanently because he like joined up to get us to Tono and then left earlier on. Uh, and we head back to Zio's fort for round two, Zio Boogaloo. Uh, we nice. use the Psycho Wand to knock his magic barrier down so we can hit okay, him. So actually, how long did it take you to figure out to use the Psycho Wand as an item? Not two seconds. Yeah, that was I don't believe one. the yeah. cheater over here, but whatever. <laughs> what do you mean a cheater? Do I cheat? Yeah, Wait, once you I find that the sand rover is an item you have to use, you're like, okay, I understand the logic yeah, yeah. of this game. Listen, I, don't know. I found out that the fucking land rover was an item. I was good the rest of the game. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm checking everything at this point. <laughs> yeah, that, that I, think the land I feel rover that is a justifiable exactly. question because I, I know there are a lot of, like I've seen people talk about like just equipping it as a weapon for rune because you can and trying to hit which does nothing but. listen i walked around without that land rover for a very long time i, <laughs> I need to check my inventory <laughs> i'm not gonna say how long i walked around i feel it that was, it was a fair question it was an though. embarrassing yeah, long so. amount of time I, I did forget during the boss fight with zeo though that you actually have to use it um in oh, battle is that what you're talking about tom like yes. a battle oh yes. yeah because you have to use it once uh, at the to like, barrier the or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But then in battle, you also have to use it. And yeah. it, it it teaches you that in-game language. Uh, and again, I don't know if anybody really did it, but like you can, there are some weapons and shields and armor and stuff you can use in battle that will have status effects mm-hmm. that will like raise your defense and raise attack and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, like it teaches you that in-game language. Of, I like, like the face that Ryan's making. I only used it to knock the barrier <laughs> down. I didn't realize you could... You can or can't. That's the thing with this game. Like, if you never run into those combo attacks, you never know how deep that well goes. Yeah, same, yeah. same with the items. Like, like you never any, know. any of the items that are in your inventory, you can use during the battle. Like, yeah. if you have like a laser sword just sitting in there, you can use it. Interesting. May not be a good idea, but you can do it. Yeah. yeah. Dragon Quest also does that, which is cool, but it's it's rarely useful. Is it, it, it like? Are there times where it's like? this is actually a very smart thing to do, or is it like 90% of the time you're just wasting your move? It can be, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay. That's <laughs> Thanks, Tom. I was you going to, but... Out, well, you're just going to go feel Google bad. it anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Does it matter what I say? We're in 2020. No, I'm not recording. I'm taking my, my sweet time. The only time I'm really hitting that fast-forward button is when I'm doing grinding. So I can... When you're entering and exiting Tyler? That's right. When I grind on Tyler. <laughs> 
So we take Zio down. I hate it here. That was going to be a question I want to ask, not the grinding on Tyler part, but have you guys been like, I I feel like this game is pretty well paced where you don't really have to go out on these like, you know, oh, I'm going to train for an hour. I'm going to just fight randos for an hour. But like, have you? Like, have, have you guys been doing that? or I, I had to grind a little bit, yeah. I did uh, at the very end of this. And I, there are other times where some people might call it grinding, but I don't view it as such, where I'm just like, I'm just going to walk around the exterior world for a little while. Yeah, I mean, and... you could get lost in one of these dungeons, and technically it could be grinding, because you'd be like, oh, yeah. fuck, I'm almost dead. I better get the fuck out of yeah, here and go was, back to it. That part of it, but <laughs> I also did a, a good stint for, like, 15 to 20 minutes where I just was grinding just to get levels up because I have the fast forward option and it was like yeah. super quick and easy and yep. fun. You yeah. know, yeah. Like I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So. I've also had an instance or two where I've grinded for like 15, 20 minutes, but the game is good about throwing things at you like the wreckage and like that mission of stopping the earthquakes where it's just these little short yeah. things that mm-hmm. serve as a way to grind. I can't remember what yeah. there was a boss fight in this like, I could not get past it. So I'd like I had to go and grind a couple of levels. And I looked at like the recommended levels that it required for that fight and I was super under leveled for that fight. So I yeah. I definitely had to go do that for Do you know what level you ended at? Here? Uh, I'd have to look. No, I, I just they, they add them for the chunk. I have my switch right here. Do you want me to look at it? Could, I, I think could... I was twenty four. I think I was higher than that. I, I have been known. You're I, always higher than that, right? <laughs> I, I have been on record as saying, though, that I like enjoy grinding almost like I am Especially a person in Tyler. <laughs> I hate I hate it here. Bob, did you know I hate I it? I could get I, used to this. <laughs> I've heard rumor of such. <laughs> um, it's in the papers. Have you seen the have you seen the flyers? <laughs> I think I just have Stockholm syndrome. And like, I just enjoy grinding at this point in my life. Uh, I do it a lot, actually. In my, a lot I don't of see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Mm-hmm. I've never right. had a problem with it. Especially that, that wreckage, I'm telling you, early on, that is a perfect uh, little training spot. Like, I, I just spent an extra 10 minutes in there. That's the only leveling, extra leveling up I needed to do in this yeah. game. Like, and they, they throw ridiculous money at you for those robot enemies. Like, um, yeah, you can get you're you're pretty well set after just a little bit of grind. Well, yeah, there. after you're yeah. fighting the shit in the Land Rover that gives you one. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. They make sure you can't farm money in the Land Rover. That'd yeah. be way too easy. Uh, These monsters question, don't Tom, have pockets. Uh, Chaz for me ended at level twenty six for this chunk. Nice. Yeah, okay. I want to say I'm also around twenty four. I cannot open mine and check because people will just hear Fantasy Star soundtrack in the podcast. There's right nothing now. wrong okay. with that. <laughs> it's a good soundtrack. The soundtrack is good. Uh, so big old fight with Zio, finish him off this time because we can deal more than one damage, uh, per character if we're lucky. Um, we oh, also, that. uh, sorry, I don't want, no, don't no, want to cut you ahead. off, but there was one other connection. I, I looked this up if anyone else made this connection, maybe I'm just insane, but I think the boss at the top of the tower where you get the psycho wand, mm-hmm. that weird, like bug thing. Yeah. It looks exactly like the thing that steals the bride at the beginning of Fantasy Star 3. 
they're not named the same thing, but there's so many translation issues with these games. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if they weren't just named the same thing, but they look identical. And I, I always thought it was a connection, but as far as I know, there isn't. Uh, so it's at least. I'd have to med- research it, but now that you say that, it seems yes. <laughs> right. They Because they're both buggy things, like with those huge pincers up front, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. That, that's just the connection I always had to that monster. And there's so many connections to previous Fantasy Star games in this game. I That's how I always yeah. had it. But uh, yeah. yeah. Don't feel bad about interrupting, Bob. We want to give you the soapbox to talk about your favorite game. We know you're. <laughs> <laughs> I got notes. All right, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm loving this. When they asked me what game I would suggest, I literally said this game because I know that we can get Bob Buell. <laughs> I've been ranting about this game. I went to AEW Dynamite, the wrestling show yesterday. Oh, I and saw. I I brought a sign that said Fantasy Star 4 is very good and it got on TV <laughs> while Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson were in the middle of the ring uh and it got like it, it got a fair bit of retweets. I think it's going to be on Botchamania this week. Oh, I've but... seen it on many a Twitter yes. as I yeah. scrolled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm glad I'm giving it uh, some some public uh, adulation. <laughs> um, so we take Zio down. Demi uh, tells us we need to get down. Stop nervous, uh, which is like the nervous computer center that's been controlling all of the planetary climate control devices. Someone say the nervous system failing, Ooh. maybe. Mother brain. Is that nervous why system? they call it that? Uh, is... <laughs> Um, that's like throwing all the climate wacky in Matovia. Uh, we get down there and Demi's like, well, I've got to sacrifice myself to fix the thing. Get sucked inside. Uh, that's a cool then... panel of that comic strip, yep. by the way. Where yeah. She's yeah, just, like, just, like, <laughs> just gets jacked in. Let's oh, go. So cool. Uh, and, but then still talks to us. It's not like she's dead. She just can't leave there. Mm hmm. She's got to stay there. She's very uh, busy. Yeah. She's an android. She's fine with it. And then she tells us that for it in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Say. yeah but that uh, it's not nervous causing the problems. It's the satellites that control nervous. Of course. So now we have to go <clears throat> to space. I did not see that coming. I love it. I love it. I love it. I lo- <laughs> so excited to go to space in a JRPG. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Always doubling down and always uh, changing your expectations. Yep. That's what this game is about. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts? Anybody? I mean, it's not uncommon for Bob and I because you go to space and. <laughs> the other games as well but yeah that's, that's fair that's why it's, it's very cool though that's why i'm saying i like that it's a sci-fi jrpg like at this stage when it came out very cool i mean it's yeah, still I've cool, heard, so i've heard you compare them to star ocean so i expected space and stuff to come in eventually because i played a couple of those also i i think we we didn't mention it but alice dies <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah she didn't make it yeah, R.I.P. There's a, there's also a great line I wanted to mention that I put in my notes where in the cutscene after she gets infected with the whatever the evil, yeah. um, 
uh, Nay or uh, oh my god, not Nay Rika, the one who looks like Nay. Uh, <laughs> Rika is standing above her and going, "Not even Girez can heal her." And it plays the sound effect that that casting that spell. Like she was yeah, like she was trying to do it, like she was doing it in cutscene. Uh, I just I think that's so cool. Again, it's that in world consistency of like. Yeah, of course they would use the spell that I've been using on my team the entire time uh, to try to heal her. And them even playing the little sound effect is such a subtle little touch. Yeah. But yeah, when she dies. Oh, and Chris, Chris can't leave. So he doesn't go to space with us. Yeah. Yeah. His journey's done. Um, mm, for, now. Point, for... <laughs> Are we sad about that? Spoiling things. I like Chris. <laughs> Fucking, I like the design of Grizz because it's yeah. just something so fucking ugly that is now on your team. But <laughs> yeah, I like cool. the look of him. He's, he's very basic in terms of combat. He can attack. That's basically what he does. Oh man, his battle cry where he boosts his attack. That's super he good. He did get that for the last like, I don't know, 30 minutes or hour or something that I had him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and he has Crash, which is like one hit KO, but it never hits. Never He's got that exterminator, whatever, too. Right? Yeah. In, but like if you use it on a boss she just goes like this yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she just disappears <laughs> i love that they don't tell you nothing happened they just yeah. show it to you with the, most, nothing. the stupidest <laughs> gif ever like that's awesome just show you nothing happening yes um so we leave uh the basement of zeo's fort where nervous is uh and find a fucking spaceship because they weren't lying when they told us we were going to go to space <laughs> yeah the, the animations the, on this, yeah, yeah of it blasting off, <laughs> blasting off, and then the little scene where it's just like half cocked off to the side as you're coming into the satellite, the planet. Yeah, it's awesome. So good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, we get up to the first satellite, Zalan, and meet Ren. Uh, this satellite is basically just a cutscene satellite. Uh, we've got a new android in our party. He uses guns. Yeah, big blast right. gun. Also, uh, uh, fun fact: uh, you might well. I think everyone but but Tom probably knows. Uh, Ren is from Fantasy Star Three. Like he's straight up a party oh. member in Three, but because he's a mortal, he's a robot. Right, he's he's here. <laughs> Love to see. Yeah. It. Sweet, and he's cool. so another. Oh, he's, he rules. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, tells us it's the other satellite. Karan, you may have heard us mention that name. Uh, <laughs> is the real problem. So we all and he, he wants to join us because it's his duty to, you know, make sure these satellites are upkept to the utmost degree. Uh, so he gets on the ship with us. We head off. It turns out we've had a stowaway, though. Destroys Ooh. our engines and we have to crash land it's on Fred. fucking Fred. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Fred with your creepy gas mask and blowing <laughs> up our old engine. Uh, and we land on a temple. I love this. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> just rips yeah. the side of it and off. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this whole scene is great. Raja is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raja. Is what's, what's really good is that super funny. Whatever the race of Raja is, you, you encounter them in two and such. But this is the first time you actually get them in, like, you're in your party. Well, actually, for the most part, this is the first time you really get any of these different races in your party yeah two is I, all human and knee yeah like, i think ah you said it i know i i made the purposeful <laughs> <laughs> i could have said nay uh, yeah but 
like Rasha just looks like Piccolo. So yeah, they're they're totally Namekians. <laughs> they look like yeah. Namekians. <laughs> These are clearly Desolisians. Yeah, you guys, come on, yeah. get it right. Okay. Um, I want to say you fight uh, people Piccolo? who look like Grizz in oh. Fantasy Star One. Also, they're like just standard enemy types. Which the is one or is it two? Oh, you. It might be. Well, no, two Parma's destroyed, so it couldn't be. Two. Oh yeah. Well, isn't, isn't he a Matobian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would make sense. Two. It would be two. It might be two. It might be two. Um, yeah. So we get Raja, fantastic healer, great support. Like knows all the good heal spells. Oh, his techniques yeah. are fucking. His techniques and spells yeah. are fucking amazing. Oh, fire! And yeah, I dabbled with those in that final fight because I was like, I need him to do more things than just heal on the turn because I I gave him two shields because very frail, very fragile. Yeah. Um. But like all the spells are support and healing spells. Doesn't really. He doesn't have like foy, foy, what. Um. But those techniques. The ban. <laughs> but what he gets Esar, and he can heal everyone. Huge. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so much Did Rika get that too? Uh, a little bit after him, I believe. It takes yeah. her longer. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a great line when you meet. He's got a lot of great lines, but the one I wrote down, he I think he like calls Ren a robot or something, and Ren says, "Use the term android, please." And he says, "Android, the droid, whatever." Yeah, <laughs> which is very fun. He's got a million puns, and he's so likable. Uh, yeah, yeah. Instantly, like, uh, instantly uh, becomes so fan favorite. Like, yeah, he rolls. Yeah, off the bat, loving that guy. Um. We don't have a lot of time exploring Desilus because we've got so much time exploring Tyler. Uh, be back. <laughs> Hate it. Gotta get deep in his cave. We we stop in Rian and uh, talk to the bartender, find out about the thing in Tyler. Sorry about that, Tyler. I, <laughs> yeah, sorry that happened to you, buddy. Uh, I did this. I didn't. Inside. <laughs> this I ended up having to look up. I was lost here for probably like 30 minutes trying like yeah. I see the giant statue. I know I need to click on this thing. It's so yeah. freaking obvious, but I need to learn about it first. You know yeah, that I, you can pop up the menu and go down to talk and they'll mm-hmm. like. Yeah, and he says like we should visit the inn or something. So I did go to the inn and I stayed at the inn and nothing happened. I was like, yeah. OK, yeah, but they met the um, bar. I, I, I understand that now. And I even um, I also this was when I had to break out a walkthrough my because uh, in the in the walkthrough I read was like, talk to the old man. And I was like, oh, I found the old man in Tyler. And he like told me about <laughs> the grave. <laughs> you need to get actually an 85 year old man. I've, I've been an old man this whole time. <laughs> Uh, and then I'd go over to the statue in Tyler and be like, man, I still can't activate this statue to get this hole open inside of Tyler. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Takes a couple of drinks, then you get the hole open. <laughs> yeah. I you really have to rip it open to get that hole open. <laughs> yeah. You, gotta you should, you should see what comes out when you open that hole. <laughs> Crazy. And what goes in. I hate it here. <laughs> Uh, I knew it. I fucking knew <laughs> when I saw the name of the city pop up. It's too good. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, God, this podcast is going to oh, suck. God, I saw the name of that city pop up. I'm like, oh, oh boy, the jokes. The jokes <laughs> we will have. I knew it. <laughs> um, but yes, we, we uh, get into Tyler's Underground. And... Uh, 
I'm changing my name to Raja now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we destroyed Raja's temple. Your body's a temple, so we destroyed your body. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like any of this. You change it to Grizz. No. <laughs> wolf. Um, All right, we'll call you Wolf. We, we do this to get another spaceship because our first one got destroyed in the crash landing so that we can get up to Koran. Uh, yeah, it sure was lucky how easy and fast it was to replace that spaceship we just destroyed. Away. They're like, oh, I think there's another one underground somewhere. Right, this one's That's way super cooler. convenient. And wow, it's named amazing. after Alice from the first one. So, Yeah. Uh, and this is this is the point where I, uh, I went up to the satellite and I explored for a little bit. I'm like, I'm kind of getting my ass handed to me. I feel like I need to grind a little bit in this. Where I, I came back down to the area outside of Tyler because uh, they have in the spaceports, they have the areas you can walk on to free heal. I'm like, this yeah. is the, this is the way to to grind if you're going to is grind, you know, right near Tyler with the free healing. So I just held that right trigger down and mashed B a lot, <laughs> and gained like three or four levels on everybody. Went back up and uh, guys, we fight Dark Force. Yeah, and he's Quran. definitely dead forever. Definitely dead forever. Yeah, yeah. no question. Never to return. This is what I thought. Yeah, until I, this podcast. Yeah, I, I do. I do want to mention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to mention two quick things about this dungeon. Uh, okay. One is that uh, I, I I really took it a uh, took notice of it this time. I think they start in this one, maybe the previous satellite, but they're. Uh, there are enemies in this dungeon that can do combo attacks. And I think that's so cool that like they're again, teaching you the language of the game. Like, Oh yeah. That one enemy that looks like the robot that looks like a tower, like the, the Eiffel tower. And then the two little fly robotic. Yeah, they, fly they can things. call them in. Like it does the alarm. It not only, yeah. It, it alarms them in. And then if all three are on screen, like the two little fly guys, like do a beam to the tower and then the tower mm-hmm. hits, yep, everybody. hits everybody. It's that's, awful. Like, not only do they have combo attacks, but you have combo attacks of your own. I think that's such a subtle, uh, cool touch. Mm-hmm. And then, and then B rolling right into the boss fight. The sprite of Dark Force, where he's merged with the computer in the back of the so satellite, cool. is so metal. It rules. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a great sprite. Like the breathing lungs and mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. just constantly undulating and like oh I, I love it. Good word. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very cool. So is that obviously Dark Force is a connection to the first game you said, right? Yeah. One kind, of the other ones? Kind of all of them. All of them, except, basically. Uh, yeah. Well not as much too, but uh, he's in it. Yeah. So the last time he mentioned at least yeah. So the last time he popped up, did he like get decimated and like you're supposed to put together that like he shoved his remains in this computer to exist still? Because he's he's meshed in there, or has he always been like part robot? He's kind of just like a fucking entity. Yeah, kind of just a magical devilish. Yeah, force. he's not. This just happens. He's just in the satellite this time. Like he's not normally robotic. Yeah, he's yeah. more entity that just possesses things. Yeah, but. More or less, just a dark force. Because in just, he uh, possesses two people in the first one. So, yeah, the, the king uh, who may 
Well, yeah, we'll get. There. You may this be possessing Tyler. I'm. I'm sure I wasn't the only one to think to use the psycho wand on Dark Force as well. As soon as starting that fight. Oh, I did not. Oh, I didn't it definitely told it, me but... something happened. I don't know exactly what that something was. <laughs> something it, happened. It didn't explain. There was a prompt <laughs> that like effect or you know something negated, but it didn't. You know, didn't go into details. About oh it. yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> It might like lower defense or lower, yeah. you know, I wouldn't be shocked if it like lower magic defense or something yeah. weird like that, but I don't think it does anything, you know, it's not like the Zeal fight where you can't progress, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because I had a hit go off before the Psycho Wand hit and it still did decent damage. I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't have to. And then the Psycho Wand went off. I'm like, well, it did something at least. It wasn't a waste of a turn to, to try and use that because my thought process was Zeal had that shield because of Dark Force. So when I fight Dark mm. Force... Uh, I'm going to need s- similar kind of magic to negate something sure, on that fight. Sense. Yeah. He's not going to possess himself, though. You know, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's no, but he, he can trusts his, himself, right? <laughs> trusts his gains at the gym. He doesn't need to <laughs> right? he doesn't need any kind of magical barrier. <laughs> but no, the, the logic, I, I understand it completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Doc, Dark Force has been doing CrossFit for a while, you know, <laughs> And he never shuts up about it. Yeah, he's been stuck in that computer. He's been doing a lot of arm exercises, shoulder exercises. Cross falls. That's right. You find an arm on Dark Force. You find an arm on Dark Force. I'm pretty sure it's in Tyler. I hate it. Blew it up and it fell down onto Tesselis. Fist first, all the way in. Uh, I I did have a note how extremely lucky they were that Tesselis was nearby enough that they could crash land there because it's not like it's not like a plane flying on earth right like oh that airport's just you know yeah. a few dozen miles off course that could be a solar system away there <laughs> and it just so happened to have another spaceship just like oh i think there was another one just like hidden away behind a statue mm-hmm. i mean ren is ren is clearly the the chesley sullenberger of his day to be able to <laughs> crash land that plane uh or or spaceship there therefore into uh, a whole nother planet let alone the hudson river come on yeah you know, one of the things that we didn't talk about is how uh rika and ren had this relationship prior to mm. their meeting and is their master I, or whatever teacher? I think right? that was really interesting. Yeah. It's like Rika learned all kinds of stuff from Ren. Like Ren was her teacher for a mm-hmm. very long time. And it's the first time they've actually been able to meet face to face. And I, I thought that little story bit was really cool and interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Well, kind of, go ahead. It kind of vouches for Ren as soon as he joins the party, you know. Like yeah. Yeah. you don't know this guy from anyone, but Rika's like, this guy taught me since i was one year yeah, old like, ever since i world. came out of the test tube mm-hmm. this guy's been on me about these abcs these one two threes i know everything from him it's crazy showed me how to get claw, inside tyler ah, i can't wait for this episode to be over with <laughs> well let's drag it out a little bit longer <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the sprites a little bit more i got more notes <laughs> <laughs> episode couldn't end any sooner <laughs> um but that's mostly it for this chunk. Anything we didn't get to touch on? Any notes we didn't bring up you wanted to talk about? I know Bob. Yeah, would you like to know? Uh, I accidentally erased my save in the middle of this while I was looking up levels. What? Yeah. Yep. Oh, Why? no. Wait, how? Because, because Tom was talking shit and I used the save states. 
I accidentally erased. So do you I, don't have any in-game you saves? You only any have normal saves at I all? Have a, I have an in-game save, but Alice is still alive in that in-game save. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Wow, damn. <laughs> All well, because they tried to look up levels. That fast forward feature. It's really Basically, I got to play through the whole fucking game for the next episode. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyways, I was level twenty-two and twenty-four before. What I level are you it. now? Uh, ten. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good news is you can re-enter yourself all over again. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see my own name pop up and be like, mm, I'm going inside you. <laughs> a lot oh boy yeah so that's uh, fun for me uh, I did look up by the way Ryan the psycho wand uh, resets all stat increases and decreases on your team and the enemy team so oh. that could actually be useful in later fights as well potentially good to know. Um, I do have a I did a couple notes we didn't talk about that there's like two spots one of them is when you're going to that weird like cabaret club or whatever in the hunter's guild and then there's another in zeo's fortress where like it's not completely clear that you can go into an area it looks just like a wall but it's a slightly different texture because they're kind of they're turning it into a side view you're going through a tunnel basically and doesn't completely work like i both times i did not see that i ran around for like 10 minutes before i was like oh i can run into this wall and it goes somewhere which was mildly annoying and then also we talked a lot about macros but i like that if you have restore on a macro it's actually like literally just better than using restore normally because it will or any of the reses uh because it will target whoever's the lowest on hp you don't have to like predict where the enemy's gonna hit which is awesome oh that's really good i haven't dabbled too much with macros but that that's enough information for me to set more up honestly when you want to start doing like the combos macros you can just reset. yeah that's oh. super handy oh yeah because they will go in the specific order mm -hmm. yeah or as close as possible without yeah. the enemies. You know, enemies still yeah. take priority wherever mm -hmm. they do. But yeah. yeah, once you figure out like, oh, you know, use a foy and a watt and a whatever, and it's going to, you know, do... I, I might have just spoiled one of the combos, but whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you, it's real easy. That's why they give you, I think, 15 macros exactly for that reason. Or at mm -hmm. least that's what I thought as a kid. I don't know. That's exactly the reason, but... I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, You're always in -game looking for way. that 15th one. That's right. I'll <laughs> probably inside Tyler with this new save. This, this <laughs> really need to spell yeah, Tyler. Just playing inside right Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> I had two save states and I saved over both of them on accident. <laughs> How does that just happen? You hit X and Y or whatever. I hit, I hit X instead of Y and it immediately saved over. Immediately. Oh. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Anyways. Glad I'm using the in-game saves. Uh, <laughs> quick saves Even, for little it's things. It's fine. Anyway. I like the game, so it's fine. I did it on purpose because if you I did this play in it Chris Tales, it would have been fucking no. I'm done. I'm I did have anymore. to replay Chris Tales. That's I had good. to play like the first two hours of it. Those yeah, are the best I, hours of that game, though. I like this game. I'll replay it from level ten. I don't care. Nice. I care. Uh, I'm so now bummed. that you can use those. <laughs> now that you can use those combos that you just found out about. That's right. Yeah, man. The replay yeah. it with a fresh set of eyes. Just decimate. Yeah, gonna, that's right. Oh, combos that's, the whole time. So good. Good. Never I, I, finished Tales of Arise. Ever. <laughs> no, same. Honestly, it's so long. The only the only note I had that we didn't uh, touch on was uh, how cool the intro 
um like the title screen is mm-hmm. in this game uh i love the music i yeah, love the little bass tone in like as it sets in which i swear there's a a charlie xcx song that sounds exactly like it for about five seconds like that real deep bass <laughs> but everyone's just singing about cars i forget what it's actually called but the beginning of that song matches perfectly with the beginning of fantasy star 4 um and like even if you let it run past the title screen it'll do like little anime intro comic panels for like the main the main group uh chaz and rika and, and ren and rune mm-hmm. and uh they're just like hero poses like ren holding the gun out and chaz with the sword it's like so cool and it it gives you a little bit of a backstory about the previous games or at least about the like the solar system like the real broad strokes yeah um super cool uh title screen and again i can't overstate how well the music is in every aspect of this game so yeah even if you're not playing along with the game listen to the music just jump on youtube and go Type in yeah. Star Four music, uh, and and listen to a couple of those tracks because, man, they rule. It is very good. Uh, Tom or Tyler, any other notes? Anything we didn't touch on? Nope. No, there we go. All right. Well, that is the first chunk of uh, Fantasy Star Four. We will be back in two weeks to record the rest of the game. We're going to be playing this one in two chunks. So uh, make sure to write in with any more thoughts, questions, or comments. By uh, the 30th, we should be recording that one just before then. Uh, Bob, thank you so much for joining us on this first chunk. This is purely my pleasure, guys. <laughs> this Seriously, I don't, know if, I don't know if it came through. I kind of like this game a little bit. <laughs> and I've been you know, you know screaming what? You at people for years to play this game. to level 10 and then you play it. <laughs> You'll just start the... from the get-go. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Start where Alice is fresh and young-faced in the world. Yeah. Uh, now you gotta try and save her, Tyler. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. Yeah, if you level up enough, you can do it. Doesn't this game have a weird glitch? But I, I remember reading it because clearly I never got to this point. But like, if you get to level ninety nine, it'll let you go past it, but your stats decrease because of a weird bug. Like, <laughs> you, you should never get to that level. Like, there's no reason to ever get to didn't that it, level. I thought it didn't. It send you back down to like one. I think that I might it was, be it. it was like, like super, really bad. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it somehow screws you over in that yeah. way, which is like you know, again, you'll you'll never get to that level. No, but naturally, you know. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm level 99 right now. You guys just talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> you better yeah. be careful, man. You might turn level one here pretty soon. Oh, no! Whoa, <laughs> All because you tried to look up your levels in the middle of a podcast. And... <laughs> but uh, no, uh, for real. Thank you, guys. This is this is so much fun. I can't wait to uh, do it again. And I can't wait to finish this game. Uh, like just stopping where we stopped. I was like, oh, I know what comes next. And I really mm-hmm. want to get to it. Yep. Uh, some of my favorite stuff is still to come. So I'm very curious what everybody thinks. Yeah, I mean, I had a similar reaction of I don't know what's coming next, and I can't wait to find out what's going. <laughs> I bet Dark Force is coming back. Unfortunately, you don't know that. Maybe we're just playing with you. Maybe, maybe you were. We're just tickling the Tyler. Well, he's definitely coming back for you, even if he doesn't come back in the second half of the game. Yeah, yeah, you haven't like seen him you. yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually going to see him twice—one with uh, Zio and one with us. 
Uh, here. <laughs> Tyler, sorry to hang up this phone call. Uh, Bob, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh, if any, uh, well, that's very kind. Thank you. Uh, yeah, if anyone isn't sick of my voice yet, it's a uh, ninety-nine questions. It's a number ninety-nine. It's a wonderful podcast. I'm very proud of uh, that I do. I ask uh, all sorts of uh, celebrities and wonderful folks uh, uh, the same set of ninety-nine questions that I've had some great folks on, uh, like uh, the Dan Reicherts and Mary Kishes of the world and. Um, uh, Jeff Corks, uh, uh, Ben Hansen's. Uh, I've had Sam Reich from College Humor, Brendan Lee Mulligan from Dimension Twenty. Uh, actors, comedians, Brendan Lee, er, uh, uh, Jeffrey James. Just look it up. Just look it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, go go look up ninety nine questions on any podcast app, and if you see a purple and gold logo, that's your boy right here. More than anything, if I may stand on a soapbox, if you're listening to this right now. Go to iTunes, because everyone has it. We know you have it. And review it. Give it five stars. Go to Spelunkers and give it five stars. Just write the words, Buell sent you. I don't care. You don't have to type a whole thing if you don't want to. But leave a review. It helps everybody. I know for me personally, when I see a new review on there, it puts a smile on my face. And it's super nice. It only takes like 30 seconds. So if you're listening to this right now and me rambling at you digitally, uh, go and do it. Because it's it's real simple to do, and it it uh, puts a smile on people's face. Well, thank you, thanks, Bob. Bob. Thanks, um, buddy. We appreciate. I that. would recommend Bob got one of the greatest guests recently. Household name we all know her, Alexa. <laughs> oh, <that's true. laughs> yeah, I interviewed an Amazon Alexa. <laughs> that was for, for like an no. hour twenty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was bonkers. I didn't know a lot of those answers were pre-programmed in there, but uh, yeah, that was insightful. And that was all true. Those are all the actual, I edited out some dead air in between when it was thinking or like gibberish responses of her saying, I don't know what you're saying, but every, every response I got is the actual response that I got from Alexa. So yeah, give that a listen. It's uh, it's very fun. Yeah. It's very good. Um, <laughs> Tom, anything to plug? Uh, no. <laughs> Nothing that's happening recently. Uh, normally Saturdays we do wasted. Um, uh, five central ish. Been on hiatus. A little. I'm busy with that and last call. So neither of those have been showing up, and I haven't done draw this or convince me in a while because I've been busy. Hey, did you guys are Mondays and Thursdays. Having kids makes you very busy, you know <laughs> especially when I, they're in school. Yeah, did you know this? I've heard <laughs> as much. Yeah. Have you heard about this? <laughs> Have you read about this? Have you seen the news? Have you seen the papers? It's all over the place. Extra, extra, read all about it. Yeah, <laughs> having kids makes you extra busy. It's crazy. Uh, Tyler doesn't have anything to plug because he's going to be replaying all of Fantasy Star 4 <laughs> the next couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> he's going yeah, right to be plugging himself. <laughs> yeah. I cannot even describe in words how frustrating it is that I deleted my save <laughs> mid-podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I was down you just started playing again or what? For a second, I was like, should I just fucking play while I'm in the middle of this just to try to get somewhere? So frustrating. I cannot believe I did it to myself. But that's what I get. That's what I get. So, uh, Chris, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yes, follow or subscribe, rather, to our YouTube channel. Please and thank you. We would appreciate it. If you're watching this on YouTube, 
hit subscribe if you are listening to the podcast version. We'll put a YouTube link in the description. Um, also, we are very quickly and surprisingly quickly coming up on our extra life uh, on October 2nd. Uh, we'll be doing 24 hours. I know me and Ryan will be there for the whole thing. Tom and Tyler. Tom, you might be there for the whole thing. Tyler, you'll try. jump in at least a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm going to try. Again, kids. Uh, have you read about this? Have you heard about this? I'm <laughs> trying to send mine away for that, so I don't have to worry. God. Um, <laughs> tell me where you're sending yours. I'll send mine. I'm sending them to Ryan's house. Uh, cool. <laughs> I was going to send them new, to New Jersey. I was going to send them to Bob's house. Oh, you Just know what? Let's send, them, let's send them to Tyler. We'll send them into Tyler. I got plenty of time to do. We'll we'll have a party. We'll play Fantasy Star. <laughs> Drink whiskey. Uh, Listen, kids, let me tell you about the destruction of Palma, all right? <laughs> <laughs> These jerks, Rolf and Rudo from Fantasy Star 2, they came in like they're hot shots, all right? <laughs> one of my children may eat that up, the other one not so much. <laughs> Yeah, we're tra- still trying to nail down some specifics, but we do have a handful of Steam codes to give away on that stream. Ooh. So make sure to keep your ears open for more specifics uh, about our Extra Life uh, charity stream this year. I hear people love giveaways. I love hear them. the same thing. Um, Everybody's doing them. Giveaways, giveaways, <laughs> giveaways. All over the place. We might just give away Tyler. Please do. <laughs> And then if you could throw me over a bridge, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, and check out our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Blunkers. We stream a lot of different things, a lot of nights of the week. Uh, I'm sure there's something on there that'll catch your eye. We got Pokemon going on, Resident Evil. Every Sunday we stream something co-op. It all depends on who's available and what we're in the mood to play, but we're always playing something on Sunday. Um, and... Check out our other content. Last call. Is that the name of the stream? Something on Sunday. Because I think yeah, that should be maybe, it now. Maybe that should oh, be it. Oh, that's pretty good. That's actually pretty good. SOS. Oh, man. Oh, on listening to Magic oh. Heaven. Look at this. <laughs> yes. Somebody notarize something on this. Trademark <laughs> <laughs> stamp. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Boom. Uh, and uh, in this same podcast feed, make sure to check out Gotta Rank Them All. We've had Bob on as a guest. Chris and I are ranking all Love of the show. Pokemon. And it's about to be even more Pokemon come January. When's Legends launching? January something, yeah. End of January. Yeah, yeah it's going to be even I more. Just, I just pre-ordered uh, Shining uh, Diamond. Shining Diamond. Brilliant. Yeah, Shining right? Pearl. Yeah. Shining Pearl. Shining Pearl. Shimmering Diamond? I forget. Brilliant, Brilliant Diamond. Diamond. Brilliant, Brilliant Diamond. Diamond. Shining Pearl, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just pre-ordered Brilliant Diamond. Or, yeah, whatever it is. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, very excited. More to, Pokemon. Uh, Hook it into my veins. <laughs> 25 years, nonstop. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, but that'll do it for the Splunkers tonight. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Come inside, Tyler. Bye.